MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Updates with Kathy Romano. Today is July 27th, Thursday. Good morning, Kathleen. Good morning. In the news this morning, temperatures are expected to rise to extreme levels over the next few days. Officials are warning residents to stay hydrated and in places with filtered air conditioning to avoid heat exhaustion. A heat health emergency issued by the city of Philadelphia begins at 9 a.m. today and will remain in place until 8 o'clock on Saturday. (laughs) City officials say this may be uh, extended if the forecast worsens. So today is expected to be uh, in the mid-90s with the peak heat index of 103 degrees. It was wild because I walked out the the, uh, the house this morning, Kathy, I was saying this depressed, and it was just like, mm. wham, you got that whole heat and humidity hitting you right at the same time. And last, I went outside last night, um, I had to put something in my car, and it was beautiful. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I sat outside for a little while. Yeah. It was, yeah. I, dare I say the word lovely. It was. What happened? Yeah. I think the same thing's going to happen tonight. I, I think. So. Uh, you think it'll be nice? Well, I mean, listen, we're going to get some thunderstorms, we're going to cool some things off, but like, if the thunderstorm's clear, yeah, I think we're getting in, like another crisp night. The humidity is not going to leave until uh, Sunday. Should I keep my snow shovel out just in case? No, 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 no. no. You can put that away. All right, yeah. all right. I didn't know. Uh, so a few thunderstorms with severe weather risks are likely during the afternoon. Now, uh, tomorrow, Friday, an excessive heat warning will remain in effect. Temperatures expected to be a uh, high of 97. Uh, city with the peak, peak heat index of 105 degrees. Saturday remains hot and humid with scatter showers and thunderstorms during the afternoon. Uh, they're looking at a high of 95 the peak heat index at 102 degrees on Saturday. I found out that there's an issue with my gramometer, Preston, is that I have to recalculate it now and then, so... I will go out and with the grandmother, and I will do burpees just to make sure that she's Smart. working. She's, yeah, you will have her do burpees. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just, just come on, gum sure gum. <laughs> Fifteen of them. I want an accurate reading here. Sunday is looking like it will be much more comfortable with temperatures in the mid 80s and much less humidity. Right. Uh, now, dehydration, heat exhaustion, and heat stroke are major concerns. I went so when I was away in the Grand Canyon and Sedona, it was so hot, and people really, really stressed. They pushed, pushed, <laughs> they pushed the water on you. Like they had refilling stations and all of. That. That. And um, I, I don't know why I was more concerned with it there than I was here, I guess, maybe because it wasn't as hot here when I left. But like that, you know, just hydrating mm-hmm. yourself, like really helped it's us key. throughout the entire Damn. time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Were you the one who told me? And I don't know if the, this fact is if this is an actual fact, but I was told this, that more people die in the Grand Canyon from overhydration than dehydration. Oh, um, no, I didn't tell you that. No, How do you okay. overhydrate yourself? I, you, you, you can <laughs> drink too much water can, and die, but I would, yeah. I would tend it's to think it was the difficult. other way, right? I, that yeah. sounds like a, like a bogus yeah. claim to well, me. But, all right, we'll look it up. Right. Next, well, next a lot of times right. people die from wandering away from their extended fasting until a lone uh, Indian discovers yes. them and takes them back. That's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Bobby! There you go. So once it gets too hot and humid for our sweat to evaporate is when it becomes dangerous. One of the best ways to avoid any danger in these types of conditions is uh, to stay hydrated. If you have to go outside, do uh, go out during the early morning hours or later in the day after the sun goes down. Uh, The city is reminding residents to check on loved ones, neighbors, and pets. The city is activating its cooling centers so that people have access to an air-conditioned place where they can cool off and hang out during the day. The cooling centers will operate with extended hours at 
free library and parks and recreation locations Thursday through Saturday. Officials say locations and hours may change if the emergency is extended and that heat hotline number is 215-765-9040. A large crane on a high-rise building caught fire and partially collapsed in New York City on Wednesday morning. Authorities say two firefighters and at least nine civilians, including construction workers, passerbys, and others, suffered minor injuries when the fire broke out at 7.30 in the morning. A crane, uh, The crane is on a building under construction located at 10th Avenue and West 41st Street. Officials say the building is about 45 stories high. Photos and videos posted on social media showed flames bursting from the engine compartment of the crane hundreds of feet above street level. The crane was carrying 16 tons of concrete, and as the fire burned, it weakened the cable, holding up the concrete until the cable gave way. Yeah, it was, was wild scary. footage. Yeah. The crane boom went swinging like a sledgehammer, slicing a neighboring building before uh, both it and the concrete collapsed onto the street below. Officials said the crane operator was there when the fire broke out, but could not put it out and had to evacuate. He was able to escape safely. Within a few minutes, firefighters were shooting water down at the blaze from a balcony of an adjacent building. More than 200 police officers and firefighters fanned across the scene as as 10th Avenue was closed for safety reasons until further notice. Officials say there is one crane operator and about 50 people working near the crane on a typical day. Authorities said they plan to investigate structural integrity of the building that was under construction. The location is near the Port Authority bus terminal and an entrance to the Lincoln Tunnel, which carries auto traffic to and from New Jersey under the Hudson River. Preliminary investigation suggests the fire was likely caused by a hydraulic liquid, uh, hydraulic fluid leak, according to officials briefed on the situation. Another community on the Jersey Shore has implemented a new curfew for young people this summer. Wildwood officials voted Wednesday night and approved a proposal to change the curfew for teens and children from 1 a.m. to midnight. Mm. The rule applies to anyone under the age of 18 and it takes effect next week. The new curfew comes as teens have been causing trouble in Wildwood over the 4th of July weekend. City officials say a group of about 60 young people uh, were rioting and causing mischief into the early morning hours. Ocean City and Sea Isle City have already enacted new curfews this summer to prevent disruptive gatherings on the beaches and boardwalks. In sports this morning... The Phillies won again, beating the Baltimore Orioles. 6-4 last night at the ball. They took two of three from the team with the best record in the American League. Edmund Sosa, Edmundo Sosa hit a tie-breaking solo home run to the opposite field with two outs in the seventh inning to help the Phils to the win. JT Real Muto knocked in two runs with an RBI double, and Bryce Harper added an insurance run with a seventh-inning RBI single. The Phils are off tonight and travel to Pittsburgh to open up a weekend series against the Pirates tomorrow. Zach Wheeler will get the start, and the first pitch is scheduled for 7.05. At the Women's World Cup, the American women tied the Netherlands 1-1 last night in New Zealand. Lindsay Horan, angry over being knocked down just minutes earlier by Danielle Van de Donk, scored a goal in the second half to help the Americans to the draw. Team USA remains unbeaten in 19 consecutive matches. After the draw, neither team secured a spot in the knockout stage with one match remaining. The United States plays Portugal in its group finale on Tuesday in Auckland, while the Netherlands plays Vietnam the same day in Dunedin. And Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts revealed that he turned down offers in back-to-back years to be featured in the popular Netflix docuseries Quarterback. Hertz was asked if he had seen the documentary, which features his new teammate, Marcus Mariota, as well as Patrick Mahomes and Kirk Cousins. 
Hertz said that he hasn't seen it and added, I actually turned it down last year. I didn't feel it was appropriate for the year, so I turned down the opportunity to be on it. Hertz also said he turned down another offer more recently to be featured in year two of the documentary, which follows quarterbacks throughout the entirety of an NFL season. He's still joining the cast of Vanderpump, though, right? No, I yeah. can't believe he's on that yeah. either. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kath. And we welcome you to Thursday morning. All the buzz, all the chit-chat is about the heat yeah, and all is. that taking place over the next couple of days. So it's a good thing that we had this planned and we got it together yesterday. Uh, the President Steve Cooling Caravan is heading out this morning. There's a group of people in our jock lounge that are getting saddled up and ready to go. They're headed out in the Duncan Community Cruiser today. Uh, I've never heard of this. I know. A community so, Cruiser? Yeah, we've all the, always called it the Cooling Caravan, but it's a yeah. Community Cruiser. And we're going to a couple of locations. We had a bunch of people emailing yesterday uh, that would uh, request that we swing by, give them some iced coffee to start off the day. Yep. And we're going to do that very thing. We're going to have a, a couple of stops. Like we said yesterday we could only do uh, time-wise uh, a couple, so we're going to make sure that we uh, that we do honor that. And uh, we'll check in, I believe, Connor, Connor Betts. He's our point man on this mission. He's going to be out and about with the gang, so we'll see how things are going and maybe find out where he is stopping uh, later on today. So that is on the road. Uh, we also have a guest stopping, on, uh, stopping in, our very good friend, editor of Philadelphia Magazine. Victor Fiorello is stopping in because Philly's uh, Mag's Best of 2023 has hit. It's a good list. Yeah. And there's always some great stuff on there. And uh, we, we always say it's a great way to uh, uh, get yourself ready for a uh, food tour oh, of yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, but there's a variety of uh, cool so we'll talk to Victor and see what all is up in that this morning. And, uh, you know, we have stuff to give away and things to talk about. So why don't we take a break, come back in a second. There's a couple of big stories in the entertainment news that we're going to hit, unfortunately some uh, sad news and uh, some uh, court case news and stuff like that and breast implant news. Oh, yeah. We got it all for you. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. We're breaking it all down. A little bit. Stupid question as well. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Is your phone an app hole? You know, full of useless apps taking up space? Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go, get important alerts, and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less apples. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swooping and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's uh, ask a stupid question and give away a $50 Metro Diner, Diner Dining Guard. Yeah. Uh, today's question has to do with your blood. What 
protein makes your blood the color red. Uh-huh. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What protein makes the color of your blood red or the your your blood the color red? Do you know I quote your son <sighs> saying blood from the um, yeah. bullets what is in, in the, the blood. blood? I love it. It's adorable. <laughs> that was from uh, A Few Good Men yeah. when we would do toddler theater. I can deal with the bullets in the blood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll mention some birthdays while we await your call. Today is the 27th day of July, and it's uh, it's A-Rod's birthday today. Alex Rodriguez. What was the thing he, uh, he had? He was crushing to learn he has gingivitis. Oh, my God. Remember that? He was, was it gingivitis? Is it some sort of gum thing that he was on a, a, yeah. a talk show? And they were... I think I, you're right. We, we we're all thinking, okay, uh-huh. he's got pancreatic cancer. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's, he's just not flossing right. Right, right. Uh, but it's tough to be perfect, man. Yeah. Gingivitis can rock you. Oh, my God. Uh, he is 48 years old today. He juiced, uh, right? It, he what? He juiced, right? Was that... Was, uh, yeah, never admitted yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Peggy Fleming, she juiced. Who's constantly yeah. jacked? Uh, gold medal winning uh, U.S. ice skater. We had uh, I love ice skating. Who did we have yesterday? We have Peggy, Peggy Fleming Hamill, today. Dorothy Hamill. Dorothy yeah. Hamill was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so Peggy Fleming turns seventy five. And there's a porn star named Peggy Hamill. You're so old. Oh my today. god, Peggy Hamill. <laughs> uh, Steve, it's Norman Lear's one hundred and first birthday today. This could be. The oldest celebrity birthday I think that I've ever mentioned because we really don't, once people pass, we don't include the birthday list. I don't ever remember having somebody 101 years old in all of our time mentioning a celebrity birthday. By the way, he is doing incredibly well. Yeah. You might, judging by what we see now, you could be doing 110 in a yeah. few years. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's just, he's sharp. Did he have anything to do with Three's Company? I thought he did. I don't no, know. One day at a time. Was, uh, yeah, yeah. Was it one day at a time? Whatever. You know, though, he goes back. He used to he write for everything. Like, Beverly Hillbillies and all those old shows. Look at the legends he's produced. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All in the Family, One Day at a Time, Maud, just to name a few, The Jeffersons. So you remember the legendary, your show show, Sid Caesar. He mm-hmm. was one of the writers on that show going back that far. And when they were doing the live shows just a handful of years ago, he was right there doing all the interview, doing the yep. press. He was at the shows and just seemed like a guy maybe in his early 80s or something That's like it, that. That's it, 101. I'll tell you, everyone who got up and talked about him and all, you know, across the boards all said how nice, how supportive he was. Wow. That's amazing. What a life, man. Uh, Maya Rudolph also has her birthday today. Love her. Everything from SNL to Bridesmaids to Maya Marty and 51st Dates. She's great. Uh, 51 years old. Uh, Bill Engvall. Comedian and actor, the Bill Engvall Show, the blue comedy, uh, blue collar comedy tour, and all you, that stuff. Do you like that tour? Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was fun. fun. Yeah, absolutely. Jeff Foxworthy, Ron White, Larry the Cable Guy, yeah. the crew. Uh, so Bill is sixty six today. Jonathan Reese Myers, how's um, he doing? I don't know. He goes back and forth. He's had yeah. some issues with alcohol and, and depression, and depression as yeah. well. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but uh, he's I, in a new he's in a new project. Apparently, he's doing pretty well. Okay, what did he play Elvis in? He he was was it years ago. It was a TV series. Okay. It was about seven years ago, eight years ago. Um, and he's great in Bennett like Beckham. I love that movie. You know what he's really good in? I forget the name of it. Um, 
It's with John Travolta, and John Travolta is this assassin, and uh, it's a really sort of Luke Besson kind of, you know, action-packed movie, mm. and he's really good in it. I forget the name of it. Rochelle was watching a show yesterday on Apple TV uh, called Hijack. Oh, yeah. How, How is that? that? Yeah. Uh, she's enjoying it's it. Idris Elba, right? But Idris Elba's in it, but there's a girl, and I'm like, man, I know her, and it, it dawned on me she was the... Um, uh, the older sister of the main character in Bend It Like Beckham. Ah. And so that's what made me think of Jonathan Reese Myers plays the coach in Bend It Like Beckham. And uh, I did a quick search. I'm like, that's her. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so he, Jonathan Reese Myers, is 46 today. I'm enjoying it, but it probably could just be a movie. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. 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 Nick Hogan, reality TV oh. star of Hogan Knows Best and Brooke Knows Best. And he had a, uh, he was charged with vehicular homicide, wasn't he? Oh, man, that does Remember that? Familiar. There was, yeah. there was a, there was, I remember, I think he was with his best friend. Yeah, in yeah. A ve- you remember that? I do remember yeah. that. And that was a while back. Uh, he is celebrating his 33rd birthday uh, today. Uh, Nikolai Koster-Walden. He's great. Yeah, he played, uh, man, one of the characters you just love to hate in Game of Thrones, Jamie Lannister. Just uh, just a bastard. Uh, but there's something about him that is appealing as well. One of those, you know? You know what he's good in? In the um, the Tom Cruise, the sci-fi, uh, uh, Oblivion. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. He's, he's one of the kind of the rebels. He's a good guy. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But he and his sister have a very special relationship in Game of Thrones. <laughs> do they? Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, he is uh, 53 <laughs> years old today. And then the last birthday, Mr. Jordan Spieth, professional golfer. He is amazing. He's 30 years old. I follow um, you know, he, he won he won the Masters when he was like 20, 21 years old. It was crazy. But uh, I follow all these uh, uh, I follow the PGA Instagram account and one thing that Jordan Spieth does is he he talks to himself a lot. Oh, really? Does he? While he's playing golf. Oh, and he funny. says some Larry said he curses himself out left and right and they've mm-hmm. got all kinds of audio of him just ripping himself apart. Is he like one of the only golfers that does that? Like talks to himself that much? No, that much. Yes, yeah. as okay. much as he does. But people will talk to the ball when they hit it. You know, like, you okay. know, get left, get left, get left. But he'll just sit there and go, Jordan, you idiot. What the hell is wrong with you, you <laughs> moron? You know? Wow. But he uses wow. curses yeah, as well. Yeah. It's funny. You yeah. know, he has a connection to the area. His uncle lives in Bucks County and uh, I tried a couple of times, or or uh, at least people who know the uncle, to uh, try to get a contact, see if we could get him on. So uh, maybe I'll I'll reach out again and yeah, see if he was a co-owner of Pat's Chili Dogs. Oh, I didn't know <laughs> that. I would no. love to talk. There, to him. there were a few times where he was doing well in tournaments, Kathy, and there would be like uh, parties uh, yeah. in our area yes. to, to support him. Really? Yeah, yeah, oh. local bars and whatever. So yeah, that, that's cool. He's he's amazing to watch. So happy thirtieth to you, Jordan. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to a stupid question this morning. Uh, what protein makes your Blood, the color red, 215-263-WMMR. Uh, let's go to Nancy, see if we can get an answer there. Hi there, Nancy. Good morning. All right, Nancy, what is the protein? Make sure blood, the color red. It would be hemoglobin. Hemoglobin. <laughs> Hold on a moment. Nancy, we got you. A $50 Metro Diner dining card. Metro Diner has launched a summer of waffles. Waffles! And waffles. And it's, <laughs> wait, one more time. Uh, Hang on. Let me get that. I'm making waffles. 
right. I was <laughs> very that. happy you did that. Uh, devoted to the Savory Sweet Breakfast Classic. And you can earn a dining discount and prizes by taking a summer waffle staycation at your local Metro Diner. You can visit MetroDiner.com for details. All right, we're going to start with the sad news uh, that Sinead O'Connor uh, passed away at the age of 56 yesterday. Uh, Irish media quoted her family on Wednesday as saying, uh, it is with the great sadness that we announced the passing of our beloved Sinead. Her family and friends are devastated and have requested privacy at this very difficult time. Do we um, know what it was? No, they haven't indicated. I mean, obviously she had a, a troubled life. Her son uh, had died by suicide Terrible. last year, only 17 years old. It wouldn't surprise me that she may have taken her own life. I had some reports yeah. last night suggesting that it was. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I mean, and, and there's been, no one has said it's it was because of a long illness or anything, but there's no official word, but yeah. She's always, she's been tortured for a long time. She apparently, she was molested as a child. She had bipolar she had disorder. Bipolar yeah. uh, and all sorts of things. And in her in her more lucid moments, she was very insightful and candid about yeah. what she was going through. She, she copped to her own, you know, episodes and so on and so forth. My heart goes out, or now at this point went out to her uh, for what she was going through. This was clear she was suffering. Yeah. As a, a kid, when, you know, she did this song, like, I, I loved it and I loved her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just, I, her voice is just so nice. Yeah, and she had a... She had a, a an, uh, such a presence. She's a beautiful woman. Yep. And, uh, but, you know, she was a, an artist true and true and a protester, and she was a very passionate individual. Russell Crowe, of all people, uh, posted something about an encounter he had with her. She sat down, and I guess it was at a bar or a pub in, in uh, Ireland. They had this long conversation, and he was with his friends and said, as she walked away, you know, what an amazing woman. Like, she was just totally cool and, and, and open, and it was great. When looking at the at the comments and tribute just there was one uh, a name I wasn't expecting to see, but Ice T p- uh, posted something uh, really wonderful about her, saying, "Look, you know, most people don't stand for anything. She did. She was right, saying yeah, yeah. she was something else, and uh, uh, you know, some a lot of people were affected by her uh, her passing. Um, she released ten studio albums, her debut album, The Lion and the Cobra. Uh, although too Celtic for most of radio, earned her a Grammy nomination. Uh, her second album earned her the number one hit, uh, the Nothing Compares to You song we just played. That was written by Prince. Um, with that, she earned four more Grammy noms. Uh, the same year, she won for Best Alternative Music Performance, but she shunned the ceremony uh, in protest at the, quote, false and destructive materialistic values of the music industry. Her most recent album was Sport or Not a Sport. Probably. Oh, I did. Oh, that did oh, do well. That she was, uh, no. I didn't know that. <laughs> no. uh, born in Dublin. Just uh, as whether it is a sport or not. She wrote in her 2021 memoir called Rememberings, uh, everyone wants a pop star, see? But I'm a protest singer, and I just had stuff to get off my chest. I had no desire for fame. In 2007, she revealed to Oprah Winfrey uh, that she'd been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and that she had tried to kill herself on her 33rd birthday. Yeah. And as I said, her she was the mother of four children, but her 17-year-old son Shane died by suicide last year. Uh, in her last tweet, she posted, been living as undead night creatures since. He was the love of my life, the lamp of my soul. And of course, one of the things that really stands out was when she was on Saturday Night Live in 1992. She ripped up a photo of uh, Pope John Paul II saying, fight the real enemy. At the time, uh, you know, she wasn't clear about it, but it was in reference to the Mo- sexual molestations, molestations that were taking place and the cover-up by, which wasn't 
huge, huge news at that time. Uh, it all came to light later on, but that's what she was protesting when that happened. And it was met with, I mean, she was savaged after that. We have a clip of her actually talking about that okay. during a recent interview. Let's uh, play that. Hang on. Uh, yep, there yeah. it is. All right. Interestingly, what people don't know is that we in Ireland knew 10 years before you all did about child abuse within the Catholic Church. I was genuinely very angry with what the church were doing. By ripping that picture, you know, I risked my career, everything. I could be a billionaire now if I wanted, if I believed in that, you know what I mean? Did you know you were going to do it when you went on? Mm-hmm. So I had planned it for a couple of weeks. And at the very end, I pull out the picture of the Pope and tear it up. Silence, silence. Everywhere, it was fantastic. So what happened afterwards? My manager vanished oh. for about three days. He went to his hotel, just unplugged the phone. Oh, wow. Sounds like she's talking to Dr. Phil. Uh, yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she also stated that she felt like an imposter. Yeah. Another, yeah, we talk about this all the time. The imposter syndrome. Yeah. But I felt like the imposter that, I, that people loved the album. That's what was shocking to me. So I'd be doing the gigs and I'd be singing my songs and people would go mental. And I'd be thinking, are they all going mental? And I'm just a complete... And then I'm on, like, David Letterman, or I'm on Jay Leno, or I'm on... And I'm like, I'm an imposter. What am I doing here? Why do these people... I felt like an imposter. Which I, a lot of musicians feel. A lot of musicians tell you the same thing. So she obviously struggled with a lot. A lot. Just sad to hear that news. So um, just passing the information along. I'm sure there's going to be more coming out uh, down the road about that. All right, another mile story. Kevin Spacey um, cleared of sexually assaulting four men, completely cleared. The 64-year-old star of American Beauty, the usual suspects in the House of Cards, was found not guilty of nine sexual offenses against four complainants between 2001 and 2013. He also learned that one of his barristers referred to his grandmother as gum-gum. As oh, gam-gam. Gam-gam, no. That's right, and he was... Wow. And he thought that was it fine. was inappropriate, and, and the way he, he responded. Well, yeah, he was uh, a little insensitive about it. Yeah. Thank you. I had no idea that <laughs> you called your grandmother... <laughs> <laughs> he delivers that line so great in that movie. Uh, after almost 12 hours of deliberation, the jurors at Southport Court acquitted him on all counts. Uh, he had tears in his eyes as the verdict was read out and later nodded at jurors as he left the court. Uh, letting a big sigh in the courtroom space, he thanked the guards in a hushed voice and received a pat on the back from his legal team. Press, was the any of those complaints um, Anthony uh, Rapp? No, this was in the UK. Okay, he so beat that. That was that he happened here. Yeah, yeah. And, and he prevailed in that case against Anthony Rapp uh, or speak, Anthony Rapp against him. Uh, speaking outside the court space, he thanked the court staff. I already said that, um, and he had said that. Uh, or no, I didn't say that. He said that he was enormously grateful to the jury, and that he was humbled by the outcome of the trial. He said, "I imagine that many of you can understand that there is a lot." For me to process after what has happened today, but I would like to say that I am enormously grateful uh, to the jury, having taken the time to examine all the evidence and all the facts carefully before they reach their decision. I'm humbled by the outcome today. I also want to thank the staff uh, inside the courthouse, the security, and all those who took care of us every single day. So with... So does this officially wrap up the cases against him? That's a good question. Because domestically, that's over. Yeah. He, when he, this is from his time when he was theater director of the, I guess, the Globe Theater in uh, in uh, England. Yeah. And uh, so that, that, to general, my knowledge, is the last of the the cases. In right? this news story, it doesn't say anything about anything else pending. And generally, they add that at the end of stories. So yeah. Maybe and they didn't say. It. Maybe he's done. Let me ask you, what do you think the prognosis is for him um, getting the career back? Because he's already started to do a few things. Yeah, I think he will. Okay. Um, I mean, look, Mel Gibson came back. Right. 
Yeah. Um, and, and so I think and Kevin Spacey... game approved. Yeah, and and, uh, and Kevin Spacey is of that ilk. He's, yeah. you know, uh, a seasoned Tarnished. veteran yeah. and, and has, uh, has proved his worth in the acting community many times over. And, you know, listen... This is this is how the system works. That's it. He's he's, yep. he's been cleared. Yeah. You know? Unfortunately, there's a whole other system, socially speaking. I know that uh, that people are n- are not going to be able to get past. Is you know like uh like OJ Simpson. You know he was he was cleared. What he happened with not, him? He was found not guilty, <laughs> but. So many people were like, no, no, he, he did it. It's unfair, too, yeah. because every day he conducts a valiant search for the murderer. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Why. So members of the public cheered and uh, filmed Spacey as he left. One man wished him a happy birthday, while another shouted, we love you, Kevin, as he got into a taxi to leave. Uh, he was acquitted of seven counts of sexual assault, one count of causing a person to engage in sexual activity without consent, and one count of causing a person to engage in penetrative sexual activity without consent. Uh, following the not guilty verdicts in the Spacey trial, the Crown Prosecution Services said that prosecutors respect the decision of the court. There you go. And by the way, you know, a big thing was him. And what I do believe, though, is that he would reach out and grab guys' junk. I believe that. Uh, hell, I, I do that. I, 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 <laughs> and hell, I, I do that. Uh, hell, I do that all the time. <laughs> um, but you know what? It, and it's stories like this that are that kind of create that atmosphere that look. You can't do that. You, you, you bad, I, Kevin. You, you may be playing around, yes. and, and 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 that's your way of finding out if if uh, whether somebody is good to go or not. But you can't do that no. anymore. You it's, know, Terry Crews had that thing against yes, the, uh, the one of the guys from the Golden Globes. Yeah, producers. Yep, exactly. So, um, Star Trek Next Generation star Will Wheaton took to Will Wheaton. Will, Will Wheaton uh, took to Instagram recently to share his experience as a child actor in Hollywood and address the issues of residuals. And sharing a photo from the SAG after picket line, uh, he said that his parents quote stole his income and that his Star Trek residuals were all that he had. He said in 1960, SAG and WGA struck a stuck. Uh, to force management, uh, I'm sorry, struck to force management to adapt to the new technology of television. Without that strike and the agreement it birthed, residual use payments would not exist. Uh, and he captured a photo of himself actually with the Star Trek co-star Gates McFadden. Mm-hmm. And he said, my parents stole nearly all of my salary from my entire childhood. My Star Trek residuals were all I had, and they kept me afloat for two decades while I rebuilt my life. Yeah, so the money he really makes is his time on Big Bang Theory and other things that he's pieced together. But yeah, he got, I think he got emancipation from the family, didn't he? But at that time, they were taking his money. And after that was over, he would get residuals from the show because it kept airing. And he needed that money because yes. they took what he had already made. So, yeah, I believe, Steve, he did separate from I his I think you ought to be like nicer to Will Wheaton. You mean Will Wheaton? Yes, Will Wheaton. Why are you saying it like that? Well, I'm just saying you should be nicer to Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton seems like a nice guy. Say wheat. Wheat. Now, say Will Wheaton. 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 Hey, did you hook up with Whoopi Goldberg on the show? All the time. Further commenting on why the actors are on strike, he said, I have health care and a pension because... Because of my union, the AMPTP billionaires want to take all that security away so they can give CEOs even more grotesque wealth at the expense of the people who make our industry run. Now, you're also running into these issues uh, with the Wild West that is the Internet uh, and people, uh, parents making bank off of their kids. But right. they, the kid, they, there is no union to keep anybody. Mm. It, well, what, this is part of the deal. Accountable. It, right. It, it all has to be reconciled. And as I, I, I said yesterday, it's somebody made the point that there are some things that the 
producers want known and other things they don't want known, which is exactly how these numbers are reconciled. And when they call a show a hit, is it a hit? How many eyes are on that show? And they got to work that out before they can work out any of this. I've thought for a long time that that they really need to do a better job of of caring for uh, up-and-coming people because, you know, being on TV, being on camera, uh, it's it's hard. It puts you into the spotlight, into the limelight, and it sort of creates this life that you're supposed to lead, and then when that goes away, there's nobody there to help. You, you know, I'm like, there. Well, you're yeah, there, yeah. but, like, you're you're not, a, I mean... I can't be everywhere. You can't be everywhere? No. Mm-hmm. You know, but I know what you're saying. And there are, listen, there are, there are organizations and hospitals and things that that are run within the industry, but um, I don't know. You, you almost want to take, offer a course on how to deal with this. You right. know, the same way that they're doing with the athletes. We're trying to get them up to speed on financial planning and you know, and what you do and how you. But technically, that's what an agent and a manager should be doing for you. But when you start, you don't immediately have those things. Right. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with Will, uh, Will, 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 Will Wheaton. Uh, I got some. Uh, I got some gossip here for you guys, Ooh. and there's a connection to us in this. Whoa! There's, Someone in the studio here. There's been a lot of buzz about Ariana Grande's rumored relationship with her Wicked co-star Ethan Slater. Ethan Slater has been on our program. <sighs> Ethan, I believe, is from Philadelphia. Ethan, if you remember, at the Camp Out for Hunger, is the guy who played SpongeBob SquarePants. Pants no. in the SpongeBob SquarePants musical and oh, sang yes. live on our show. Yeah, he and Ariana Grande. No, believe it or not, you I know, know what? Right? Unsuspecting, this guy is now. And this is not. And he's in Wicked. Uh, he's in Wicked, <laughs> but he's he's more of a um, of, of an average looking guy. Oh yeah. yes, and I am over the moon the fact that he is. Nailing Ariana Grande. Oh man, I gotta look this guy up. Um, uh, yeah, that's right. I remember that it was it was actually a lot of fun oh. when they came out to the he came out oh. to the camp out. He was really talented. It and was it, awesome. Now apparently he <laughs> divorced his wife quickly. Well, yeah. So, yeah. This is the this is the that's gossip something I have for SpongeBob wouldn't so, do. So uh, a source told Us Weekly I that it's Patrick. the actor only told his wife of four years whom he welcomed a child in August of last year. Okay, maybe I don't like the fact <laughs> no, that he's now in oh, no. uh, that he was, It wasn't him. It wasn't him. I'm sorry? No, we had Lorenzo Baglesi in. That was SpongeBob. Uh, Casey, this dude right here. Yeah, pull up a picture of Lorenzo Baglesi and you'll go, oh, yeah, 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 that was SpongeBob. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking at our calendar invite uh, um, from. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to do this to you. I'm so sorry to do this to you. How do you uh, spell plugazy? I P- can't find them. P U G L I E S E. They were on with us on Thursday, December fifth, uh, okay. 2019. Oh, you're right. It does kind of look like. Dude, they look, at, they look identical, and he, had, look the same. he had dyed red hair for the for SpongeBob it. thing, <laughs> which makes him look like the dude who's banging Ariana Grande. You My never fault. go against Preston in front of other people. Well, hey, <laughs> now we know that guy didn't cheat on his wife. Oh, yeah. He just had a kid yeah. now, last year. And now we can be okay with this. You know what? Yeah. It, not liking this idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes idiot. <laughs> it, it turned into a feel-good story Yeah, about triumph over uh, yeah. a, a bad situation. All right, well, anyhow. Uh, That's the kind of news we report. That he apparently, according to a source, said... Uh, they do look a lot alike, by the way, Preston. That he was ending things days before the news broke about him dating uh, Ariana. This prick. Uh, the source said... <laughs> the source said, Ethan sat Lily down a few days before the news broke out about him and Ariana and said that he wanted a divorce. 
Um, he said, Lily never saw that coming, Lily. Yeah. However, uh, another source told the outlet that both Grande and Slater were separated when they started dating, and the relationship is recent. By the way, the wife he's separating from is kind of a knockout as well. Lily J. Yeah. Uh, Lily, 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 he Lily, 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 Lily. He filed for divorce from his wife, uh, Lily J, in New York City on Wednesday. So, yeah, what a dick. Total dick. Starring in Wicked. I thought this was kind of fun. Ryan Reynolds uh, wished Sandra Bullock a happy 59th birthday yesterday by sharing a nude scene from their 2009 film, The Proposal, on Instagram. Uh, In the clip, they are both naked and accidentally smash into one another. It's actually pretty damn funny. I like that movie. His caption is great. He wrote, happy birthday to the inimitable... And stunning Sandra Bullock, for your birthday this year, I got us both intimacy coordinators <laughs> and an HR department. And clothing, he wrote. Um, and in December 2021, uh, she had appeared uh, on podcast and said that Ryan and I have known each other since we were prepubescent. We go way, 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 way back. Uh, so it's, it's a really funny it's scene. It's a funny scene. Yep. So some local news. Uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph. And her husband, Pennsylvania State Senator Vincent Hughes, may live on separate sides of the country, but that doesn't stop them from having a happy marriage. Do you know he once played SpongeBob? I had no idea. Uh, The Abbott Elementary star spoke with AARP Magazine recently about how they make it work. She said, you have to have an incredible amount of trust in that other person. Uh, We spend a lot of time talking to each other, but if he doesn't see me every two weeks, he gets a little nervous. Have you ever ever looked through an issue of uh, AARP Magazine? I haven't, no. It it makes you embrace death. (laughs) It's just terrible. It's just just bland, and, you know, I'm like, it should be more exciting. But somehow they get really great interviews. They do. Like Bruce Springsteen was on the cover. Yeah. A couple of months ago, and I'm just like, how, how are these guys getting to be on this magazine? Uh, she added that uh, during the pandemic, uh, they did live together. I said we're together 24 7, and it was absolutely great. And I thought, wow, I like this man. I believe you, Preston, and Steve are going to be honored at the same time as Cheryl Lee Ralph by our friends at Cora. Huh. Oh, uh, that's right. There's an event coming up. Yeah, so, that's going to be in October. She's and, a recipient as well? Uh, if if the stars align, uh, she's been nominated, Steve, and you guys have also been nominated. So um, this, uh, and I don't know if I'm supposed to say it or not, but I don't really care. Nick, if I know anything about our luck, um, they won't align. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we'll end up with just... <laughs> But I love Jervis. Jervis is okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's the uh, breast implant news I promised you guys. Oh. Kylie Jenner finally admitted to having breast augmentation oh. surgery in the season three. Well, it was in the finale of the Kardashians. Uh, the 25-year-old had previously insisted that she had never had major surgery before, noting earlier this season that she had only had fillers. But while speaking with her BFF, Stasi. Uh, she, on the new episode, she admitted uh, to getting her breasts done, though she does regret it, apparently. Uh, she said, and this is me quoting her directly. All right, let's hear it. Also, you know, I got my breasts done before Stormy uh, within like six months of like having Stormy, not thinking I would like have a child when I was 20, like they were still healing, she admitted. Like. By the way, these people say like more than anybody ever heard. Uh, she added, I had beautiful breasts, like natural teas, just gorgeous, like perfect size, perfect everything. And I just wished, obviously, I never got them done to begin with. Uh, she said, I would re- recommend anyone who is thinking about it to wait until... After you have children, uh, she added that her reservations about plastic surgery, uh, she has um, 
uh, reservations about plastic surgery now that she's a mother. She said, but yeah, obviously, I have a daughter, too. I would be heartbroken if she wanted to get her body done at 19. Well, the job that she had was a good job because it's sometimes they they look outlandishly fake and... um so she looks properly curvy. But so we were told initially her lips were her own. We were told all about her cheekbones and all the stuff that didn't happen. It turns out all of that actually happened. And she's <laughs> built a cosmetics sure. empire yep. on a false image of what she achieved using those uh, cosmetics. Talking about her daughter, she said, I mean, she's the most beautiful thing ever. I she? want to be like the best mom and the best example for her. And I just wish I could like be her and do it all differently because I wouldn't touch any. So does Stasi say anything during this interview, or is she just listening? No, I skipped over it. Oh, good. Stasi said, um, uh, "If only we could reverse time." <laughs> yes, as, as, turn back time. as their drinks were brought in, she says, "Cheers to being confident and to us because we're dating." As they both look into the camera and laugh. God, I could listen to them for hours. Uh, there was speculation Kylie had gotten her breast done in 2015 when she was just 18, though she denied it on her app. She had said, I wanted to make a change, but no people. I haven't gotten breast implants. Everyone is obsessed with that. She okay, said. so everything she's denied turned out to be true, so it probably was true uh, yeah, that she right. got them yeah. <laughs> at that age. Yeah, I'm guessing so, probably. I mean, she's had good work done. You can't argue that. Uh, no, definitely don't yeah. argue that. All right, uh, let's see. Got time for one more thing here real quick. Let's go with this. Jeopardy producers are going to delay taping the much-anticipated Tournament of Champions after several former contestants stated they will not participate amid the ongoing Hollywood writer's strike. I didn't like what they were planning on doing here, Preston. What do you mean? They were going to recycle old questions. Oh. And oh, because, because of the writers, because of the writers, yeah. And so a lot of the, the a lot of the uh, contestants were saying they would not cross the mm-hmm. uh, you know the writers in that case mm-hmm. and would support them. So yeah, I, I don't want that. Well, they do have years and years and years and years know, and years of uh, material to pull from, and you know. But do you ever watch? Do you ever just pull up old episodes from like ten years ago? They're no, all, they're all and, there, and I should because the questions are still as intriguing as ever, yeah. and it doesn't really matter that it's older shows. It's still, you know, worth checking out, but no, I should. Um, so, new Jeopardy episodes will be produced in the fall with material by uh, Writers Guild of America members before the strike began in May. You know, I was, just, I was just mentioning to Nick, and you kind of concurred, Nick, uh, there's been a really less than dazzling collection of contestants yeah, but and then you're right. I, I'm not disagreeing, yeah. but like next week, then you'll get a guy that wins like five in a row, right? You know, and there we and, go. Yeah, so it's it's it really is hit or miss. It's kind of like the Phillies. Yeah, they're, they're streaky. Absolutely. You know? We're in a long drought. Yeah, they win a bunch and then they lose a bunch and then. Uh that happens. A show spokesman said uh, Jeopardy never had any intention of producing a tournament of champions for season 39 until the strike is resolved. They don't have any. All right. Um, the statement also emphasized how much respect the show, uh, the show's team has for the WGA. All right. Um, I think we can do clips. Ah. Talk to me is a movie. Uh, about kids who use demonic possessions to get high. What? Uh, that's straight from director Danny uh, Philippou, uh, who in this clip explains how the concept came about from a short film. Yeah, so he had a short film, and it was like kids that were like partying with possession. Uh, so it was like a, it was such a cool concept. Yeah. And uh, it was like, like an awesome comedy, like comedy horror sort yeah. of short. And then I, I rewrote it. It did a bit more serious and like inserted the characters that I really connected with. Yeah. And then once I started writing, I couldn't stop. 
Uh, that'll be on the screens tomorrow. This might be the movie my friend was talking about last night uh, because uh, she was saying that it's supposed to be super scary, and she said it was an Australian film. That guy sounded like he was. He sure Australian. did. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, right. Have you heard anything? Because you're usually. Uh, yeah, I've heard this. it's pretty good. All right. You know why? What's the one? There, I've been seeing the trailer for it, and and they're you know uh, the, the the headlines they're putting out are you know scariest film of the decade and blah blah blah. And all this is it's uh, like a somebody reaches and grabs like this ceramic hand, and you're supposed to hold it for ninety seconds or something like I've that. I've not seen that one. No. Um, and this, you know what? What's happening is we are in now a glut of horror movies because they are inexpensive, and you produce a number of them, and if one clicks, you know, then yeah. you're. Off and running. I think yeah. this is it, Preston. Is that a ceramic can Talk on, to the, me, yeah. on the poster? Yeah, the one that we just referenced. Uh, when a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural then that's forces. It. Very cool. All right, next clip. The movie Haunted Mansion brings to life the classic Disney World attraction that spooked so many of us as kids. And in this clip, Scream Queen Jamie Lee Curtis talks about her own nostalgia for the ride and her character, Madame Leota. I simply was just thrilled to be able to play this iconic part that's been part of this ride uh, for since 1969. I mean, we... Uh, I remember being a little kid, seeing her inside that crystal ball. So for me, it was a no-brainer. I don't, I don't want to. I don't think I want to see it. Oh, so she's going to be the head in the crystal ball. I uh, dug that ride. I always love that ride. It had just a nostalgia to it. Agreed. Uh, Haunted Mansion hits theaters everywhere tomorrow. By the way, and that and Eddie Murphy, they did a version did of that one. way back when, right? It wasn't that bad. This apparently is more in line with the points of the ride. Okay, so we'll see. All right, that's your entertainment report. Um, we had the cooling caravan heading out from Duncan, uh, serving up some iced coffee. It's going to get hot today. It's going to get even hotter tomorrow. Uh, so obviously, you know that we do have some uh, possible thunderstorms working into the area, but we're going to do what we can to spread a little bit of cooling love through the Delaware Valley and hitting some work sites. So we'll check in with Connor, who's out with those guys today. Our buddy Victor Fiorello is going to be stopping by uh, this morning as well. The best of uh, from Philly Mag is out. It's a good list. For the year. And I tell you what, let's uh, let's cool you off with a case of Workhorse Brewing Company's Par Punch, which is perfect beer for the golf course. And we'll take call number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. This UCL offers tropical punch aroma mixed with a blend of citrus juices, mango, and pineapple. Grip it and rip it with Par Punch. We'll be right back, friends. It's MMR's Local Shots. Artists of the Month. Hailing from right here in Philadelphia, it's Nick Perry and the Underground Thieves. I want to be free. Hear them on the air every Wednesday at 6.30 with your host, Brent Porsche. Search local shots right now at WMMR.com for even more exceptional local music. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. And the station that's always supported Philly's music scene. 93.3 WMMR. 
everything that rocks. Hey, just a reminder, something cool tomorrow night. Wrexham and the Union are playing at Subaru Field. It's going to be cool. Rob McElhenney back in town. Uh, and in fact, uh, we're probably going to talk to him uh, tomorrow. We will see him at the game tomorrow, but we might do a quick interview with him uh, while we're there. Right. Uh, a few of us are going to go to the game tomorrow night. And uh, I do not know if it's sold out or not, if there are tickets that remain. Uh, if there are, you should get it, man. So much fun. If you haven't been to a, a Union game, Subaru Park is awesome. And uh, it's a really entertaining sport live, I think. It, it absolutely turned me around about even watching it on television. Once you're there and you see it in person, you realize how much is taking place. You have a greater appreciation. Absolutely. Uh, so get your tickets and join us. Speaking of tickets, uh, I saw a story a couple days ago. And I found it very, very interesting. This is a woman who was uh, she was on vacation. She was at a luxury resort um, in Turkey. But the thing was, is she had... Um she had gone back there, and sometimes when you stay at resorts or hotels, um, they will give you uh, wristbands. Yes. Uh, that indicate that you're a paying customer. Gives you're you the full there. pass, yeah. yeah. Well, she had used uh, <laughs> the same bands that she used from a vacation she took there in May. What? Oh, my gosh. And she stayed she- in a cheap apartment with her kids. It says 10 minutes away from the resort, and then used the old bands ah. to use the facilities, eat free food, drink alcohol, and all that stuff. I- so it might have been an all-inclusive or something like that. Yes. And, and so I'm they surprised. stayed somewhere else. Did they get busted? They did not. She posted that a video about uh, getting away with it. It's a good question and that's why I wanted to, to talk about this because I'm sure. How do we do it? That yeah, there right? are people well, listening I, right I now. I love it. That's what I was thinking. I was like, wow, that's a really good idea. I wouldn't be, um, I wouldn't have enough courage to do that. Me I would either. be too scared. Yep. But like, she did it and got yeah. away with it. I'm surprised though that like the wristband didn't deactivate or like change colors or well, like something. Well, I wasn't. Now there are some resorts, and I'm trying to think of where we stayed in the past that simply just use a regular, you know, like the charity bracelets, yeah. the rubber yeah. ones. Yeah, exactly. They use different color ones for different days. Yeah. Um, I think it was when we were staying in Hawaii, and 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 you had to have a different wristband. I think for each day right. that would cover, you know, being able to go by. The pool and yes. get your towels yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like that. There was no like transponder or anything. No, it, it was just a regular yeah. rubber wristband. Exactly. So I, I'm I'm curious, people listening, if you've ever used a, either an old wristband or a ticket, and even gotten to an event that is, you know what I mean? That oh that yes, to pay for. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so an, an old one or an old pass, whatever. Two one five two six three WMMR. But I'm also thinking like a place like that. They probably don't think that somebody's going to do this and come back, and they're probably just using the same. Yeah. wristbands you know maybe. like maybe it's not a place that you would just like up and travel to if you know you weren't at an all-inclusive vacation that makes it so the, the level here that makes it sort of genius is that they they get a an off-site uh place yeah. to stay and, yeah. and then they go on to use the facility now the closest that we've come to this i think i might have mentioned this on the show at one point we uh we had moved away for uh, almost a year to california we moved back we uh when we moved back we stayed at a place called the King's Grand Hotel in Long Island, and we were waiting for our home to get uh, the old, the people had rented it to move out, and so they had old-style plastic keys, you know, plastic key holder, and the key, you know, dangled from the room number and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Big tag. Right, it's yep. a big room number on it. Uh-huh. So we actually kept two of those keys. I don't even know if we were, oh, we could use these. We just kept them. We, you know, we, I used we to do it. that too. Right. It's kind of a souvenir. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then we said, well, we could, it's right up the road now. It's close to home. 
They have a great pool. Let's see. Do you use them? We did it like <laughs> seven or eight times. Do you use them yeah. for the pool? We go and use a pool. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I'll bet this woman, when they went on this vacation, probably said, let's just take these with us. Yeah. And let's and see safe. if they work. Yeah. Uh, so but maybe this wasn't the plan the whole time, but they found it. They went in and they worked and then they kept going back. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, so I used something. It wasn't. A t- well, it was a ticket of sorts um, for years to follow. Uh, and I, so I used to work for the Sixers and I used to have a parking pass for mm. the Wells Fargo <laughs> Center parking lot. I used that parking pass for every event at any stadium down there and I would park in the Wells Fargo parking lot and it worked for I would say and they they used to I think now they either do it differently or the way that it stopped working was they changed they used to change the colors of them yes. okay. so once my color was outdated but I had gotten to like a level of like where the I guess the color wasn't changing or whatever it was and then wait and then when the color changed I would say oh I forgot my pass and I would give them my number and they'd go okay go ahead and so I parked there for oh, that's funny years, you found the loopholes years wow. and years. so any event you were parking there. It was amazing. It was so great. And then You're I decked re- out in Philly's gear. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Go team, go. I'm here for the Sixers. It yeah. It was well, but for, well, no. The Flyers I, are playing that. <laughs> Nick, they didn't the the parking attendants didn't know what I what I did. Right. So, you know, technically it could really work for, you know, anybody. Anybody. Yeah. anybody. Yeah. But uh, yeah, oh my gosh, concerts like all of it. And then I remember when it when it stopped working, they asked uh, for the number and then they asked like they were asking for like a couple of names and my names like, you know, of who I was working with or whatever <laughs> weren't relevant anymore and they were like, oh, "All right, man. listen, we're going to charge you <laughs> and then when you go in, you can just hand this to your boss and they'll reimburse you." And I was and like, that oh. was it. Yeah. Like, there it goes. I've been lying. <laughs> man, you were saving a chunk of change. Yeah. Oh, it was and, and you you know what I it, it just was to not have to like wait in the lines because I could I was technically an employee so they were like okay go park over there right where they would have like a designated employee lot as well right, right. That, that would be awesome <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go to some calls I have uh, Ryan to start with Ryan morning sir yo what's up guys you guys rock <laughs> I appreciate it all right so what have you used uh, an old uh, ticket or, or uh, wristband or pass or whatever it is all right, so in Philly, uh, you know, the Broad Street Run in, in spring uh, is, uh, you know, 25,000 people. And when they open registration, it's a race to get in. Yeah. Uh, you know, so the one year I didn't get in, my girlfriend got in. I was like, well, I'm just going to use my uh, my pass from last year, the bit. Yeah. And uh, I used that thing uh, at least three years in a row. <laughs> uh, so so they, they don't they don't change much, do they? Yeah. You know, they're all light blue. Yeah. Uh, but they change a little bit. And, you know, you're supposed to, I think at the end, you know, you have to rip off a little corner of it to get your free soft pretzel and drink. <laughs> right. uh, well, and your time, too. So your time was probably not being calculated. Correct. Correct. But uh, don't really care about that. You don't that, care. You know? Okay. I'm right. Running next to somebody else who's got a time, if, if I cared. Right. So, and you did that for three years in a row? For sure. Yeah. And what, 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 so at, at a moment's notice, I can do the broad street run. <laughs> In the yeah, that makes in, sense. In the running world, I think they have a name for that. It's a bandit, yep. right, Ryan? Yes, it is. I, I've never heard that term, but I guess I'm a okay. Bandit. Yeah. Who was the uh, Thanks, Ryan. the famous? Um, was it Rosie Ruiz? Who oh, the Boston Marathon? Yeah. 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 Jumped in. Yeah. 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 And then got on the T, right? <laughs> right. And, and uh, skipped uh, tw- thirteen miles. Of <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's easier yeah. when you don't run thirteen miles of it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let me go to uh, Mike next. Hey, Mike. Morning. Morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, to see Mike. You. What's up, Mike? <laughs> 
1989, my, well, my now wife and I and her girlfriend went to the uh, Who 25th anniversary show. Okay. And guys were sneaking into the vet via a rope ladder from the first level. Oh my a so rope ladder? Try to sneak into it, try to climb up the ladder. Cops came, busted the whole thing. We move off to the side. This guy comes out of the concert walking sideways, can't even hardly speak. And he goes, you guys looking for tickets? We're like, yeah. He goes, I have two tickets from last night's show, but the stub isn't ripped off. But I got one ticket for tonight. I said, how much? He goes, give me 20 bucks. Gave him 20 bucks. I gave the two expired tickets that still had a little tear off at the bottom to my wife and her girlfriend. Now, this is 1980, so short skirts, big hair, boobs kind of hanging out. (laughs) She goes up to the security guards as the concert had already started, so there wasn't much of a line. The security guards gave them a hard time. I walk up behind them acting like I don't even know them. I say, come on, guys, just let the pretty girls in. And the security guy's like, all right, fine, get in there and go get lost. We hung out, and it was still to this day the best concert. <laughs> so great. Yeah. The, 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 okay, so in some cases, Thanks, right now at this point, I would assume it's never been more difficult to do that because you're not dealing with a lot of paper tickets. No. Or, uh, yes. You know, in fact, it, like at the link, is it all, is it all, I yeah, haven't gotten phone. A, I haven't gotten an actual ticket stub in years. I, I miss ticket stubs uh, just for like right. nostalgia's sake. Yeah. But uh, Steve, every event that I've been to over the last three years, it's been on my phone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know uh, what exactly transpired, but a friend of mine got into uh, the Taylor Swift concert without a ticket, and it was because she was with a group of people who all had tickets and were scanning, and they sort of just pushed her through the gate. They were not at like a normal gate; they had some sort of like VIP situation, um, but they kind of just pushed her through, and she got right. I've heard of people being able to fake. Um, There's like a neutral or inert sort of QR code or barcode that is was making the rounds. And I was trying to find it online and I can't. But I remember seeing a story about it where it could it apparently applied to whatever kind of company was providing the security and the ticketing for a venue. And if you had this QR code and or barcode, you were getting access. Did you guys remember seeing the story at all? No. Okay. Okay. I was wondering if it was still out there. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, do you guys ever use your, uh, we we wear these tags, our our keys uh, to get in the building of these uh, tags you wear around your neck on a lanyard. And we have these uh, um, laminates that say WMMR and on our staff and all that stuff. You guys ever use this? Oh, yes. Yeah. Me too. Well, it was better when it had our picture on it. Uh, yeah, it was excellent. It was a little more but official. I would use it, especially if we, if it's like the MMRBQ or concert I'm going to at uh, uh, in Camden, because so, the cops will block off certain streets. Yes, yeah. And I'll pull up and I'll just hold my tag out the window. I'm like, I'm working tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, totally. Homeland even, Security. Even if it's not an MMR show, I'm, yes. like, hey, I'm yeah. working tonight. Homeland Security undercovers the yeah. DJ. <laughs> Homeland Security. <laughs> Reminds me of scenes in the Blues Brothers where Jake pulls up and the the uh, uh, the good old boys are yeah. there and uh, he, he goes uh, he says he's a union representative and real quick he flashes his hand up he's holding a pack of cigarettes <laughs> right, yeah. as if it's a badge Wait, I love that Press you know what else I do is if they don't if they're not going for the thing they're like okay well yeah but you have to park all the way over there I'm like I have equipment in my trunk I've got to drop it off oh to them God. and then I can I can drive back over here and they're like oh okay go ahead that's a good one too <laughs> it also it, you just st- stated something though and it's a subtle part of it it's the way you approach that yeah. person. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Don't get contentious immediately. Oh my God, hi, yeah. how are you? Yeah. I'm going to go to John. Hi, uh, John. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Great. What's up, buddy? 
guys. Uh, so about a decade ago, uh, Philadelphia, the Comic-Con was happening, and Stan Lee was the first time Stan Lee was going to be at the Philadelphia Comic-Con. So I signed up for the VIP experience, the meet and greet and our free autograph idol. Right. $250, one-time use for the whole weekend. So I go up Friday night, uh, check in, register, say, hey, yeah, here's your pass. Well, then when I went back Saturday, the system was down. So they were manually checking. Uh, so when perfect. I went back in uh, Saturday, they're like, oh, you have to check back in. Check back in. They gave me another VIP pass for another free meet and greet with Stan Lee Amazing. and another free signed autograph. <sighs> And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. So then when I realized that, I did it again Sunday, but this time I brought one of my friends so they could use my uh, meet and greet and signed autograph for Stan Lee. Was, so at this point, was Stan Lee calling you by your name when he saw you? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was just like, hey, what's going on, Stan the man? He's like, hey, what's up, John? How you doing? Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Great seeing you, man. No, that, it worked. It worked. You made and it. You, try it, right? It wasn't your mission. It just it fell in your lap and you you accessed it. Exactly. And now I got three different memorabilia items signed by Stan Lee and two pictures with him. One one was actually a photo bomb. Um so when it realized it worked uh when I realized it worked, I had I wore a Green Lantern shirt and a Green Lantern ring and it made it look like I was doing the whole Green Lantern uh punch to Stan Lee. It's pretty so cool. Was like, no, that's 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 cool. So, and a lot of times those things, um, and it was their fault. The, the system went yeah. down. You had yeah, nothing, you had nothing you controlled. Uh, I want to go to April. We're talking about using old passes or wristbands or whatever to uh, to get access. Uh, hi, April. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hey, what's up, babe? Hey. So my friends grew up with a house down in Wildwood, and it was a family of six girls. So they would, you know, go down and get the bracelets for the amusement park, and the mom would make them slide them off, and she had a Twizzler jar full of all the bracelets. Oh, these are so, the ones that, that you would attach and, and would be permanently the same size all the time, so like a little tab yeah. on there. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yep. So every night was a different color. So she would go up to the boardwalk every night to see the color, go back home to the Twizzler jar full of bracelets, <laughs> So and then fun. they would just slide one on. Oh, my God. So they had, you had a whole system in the Twizzler jar. Yes, correct. It and, was great. And this was how long ago, April? Oh, a long time ago. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. Because they, no, you know, they, you run them under a scanner now. Yeah, yeah. And, and they know for sure. Uh, but but if you happen to, to come across a place that does not use that system where it's encoded or has chips, just by the color alone, you can still pull the scan. I think there's a confluence of things that you can do. And as you said, like they talk about the Taylor Swift concert and, and everyone's scanning their stuff and someone just kind of, you know, massaging their way through in with that collective. So yeah. you may be dealing with a more higher. So, for example, um, uh, I have a room key from um, a hotel we were in in um, Budapest. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's the same standard one they use. I know that they're only for a certain amount of time. Could you go to the front desk and go, my key's not working? Yeah. 
you, you, you know, could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you run the risk of yeah, like, yeah. oh, somebody's in my room. My key's not working because I'm no longer staying here. Yeah. Look, can you fix that? Preston, didn't you have a story in the, in the B-File not that long ago about a guy that had scammed his way into a hotel for months and months without yeah. paying it? And it was That's like, right. Yeah, like be, a high-end yes. hotel. Yes. And it was hundreds of thousands of dollars yep. of ability racked up. Yep. Uh, real quick, I want to go to, hang on, our buddy Craig Legans is on the line. Let me go to him. Hey, Craig, good morning. What up, white folks? Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good. I think uh, John, the previous caller, and I were at the same one. I <laughs> actual foleyed my way into a comic con. <laughs> okay. Once, um, I, this is after I worked for WHYY, and I still kept the ID badge in my backpack because I never cleaned it out, of course. And so I walked up, uh, and this is back when it was still Wizard World, and you, your name had to be on the list, and it wasn't as extensive as it is now because everyone's press if they do a podcast. So. You said, uh, it's, uh, and they asked for a press credential. I said to the Craig Legans, and I said, no, there's no Craig Legans. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant W-H-Y-Y. <laughs> no, not there. I said, damn it. And I pulled out my old W-H-Y-Y, um, ID badge, um, that still had my hair in cornrows. This is when my Iverson phase one, so you could <laughs> see it was really, really old. Right. Um, and uh, guys, and I said, this, um, I work for WHYY. I'm sorry. My boss was going to call and get me press credentials, and he was really busy, and I didn't want to bug him. And I'm, I'm really sorry. And the guy behind the, behind the counter was really nice. Oh, that's no problem. Hey, well, your your press. So here's your press. You know, credentials. Gave me this huge pack of press credentials and free pad and weekend. That, that's that. it. I mean, if you if you even I think now, if you have some sort of press credential or something that sort of looks that way, I think if mm-hmm. you present the way you presented it, Craig, you probably get in, right? You just it, have to work it. it. Exactly. That's why I did. And that's how I met Stanley. There you, wow. there you go. Make sure you spell press right, though. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Craig. Good to talk to you, Thank man. You guys. All right. See ya. Uh, hang on. In case you wanted me to go to Henry here, yeah. go to him. Hi, Henry. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Great. What's up, my man? So my wife and I love Disney, and we eventually had four kids, and when when they were little, you had to be under three to get in free. So our kids were under three for like five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yes. Yeah. Then, then once they got old enough to be like off on their own, we used to buy just two children's tickets, have two of them wait outside, have the other two come on out, give them their wristband, and then get them back in. So then we'd have all four kids there. Wow. So you're working the system. So, uh, and, and you think you'd still be able to do that today, or have they changed that system? You know, the last time we did it was a few years ago. My wife didn't like doing it anymore because we didn't want to get kicked out of Disney. Right. But I bet you there's still some loops around there that you can get into. You raise a good point, though, about the, uh, oh, they're under, they're under 12. They're, you know, they, how, and how long parents will milk that. Did you, did you have that? For sure. Yeah. Yes. For sure. What was yeah. the oldest you pulled off and managed to convince? I don't remember. Uh, but and my kids are really tall. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you, yeah. you lost out quickly. It's hard yeah. to yeah. do it for very long. Yeah. yeah. But movie tickets are. Mm-hmm. A little bit cheaper. Yeah. And, oh, but yeah. like like a, a buffet breakfast. Yeah, ben, yes, Ben's taller than me at this point, Steve. And I'm like, that's uh, one adult, one He's child. Six. <laughs> He's six. Uh, we got busted. Well, my parents got busted at Disney trying to get Christopher, my youngest brother, Christopher, and my dad used to pick him up and hold him. And he was eighteen. And, and, no, no, but, and, and you know, no, he's you know, he's he's two or whatever it was. You and know, did it work occasionally? It, oh, it, well, oh, yeah. we we went to Disney like once yeah. a year, but it was one year we tried. 
tried it. And the, the woman get, taking the tickets looked at my brother and goes, how old are you? And his like little hands just came up with three fingers. And they were like, go buy him a ticket. Oh, that's funny. Uh, let me see. Speaking of amusement parks, uh, Richard is on the line and we will go to him now. Hey, Richard. Richard. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? Hey, so back in like 2012, I went with a class for like, um, you know how there's like concert events where they sing and everything like that? Right, yeah. Well, we went, did that, and then afterwards we got to go to Dorney Park. So we're in the park, we're walking around, and we're in line for a ride. I look down, and I see one of the Fast Pass bracelets. I'm like, I wonder. So I pick it up, put it on my wrist, it managed to actually stick because it's one of the old like paper ones, right? All right. So I go to the out of the line, go back into the line, and pass the guys that were in line with me. The guys see my wrist, and I'm like, go right on. Sweet. I got on all the rides that day through the Fast Pass line for free. You oh, just wow. found one. I wonder. Let me. Awesome. You, you actually bring up a good point. So, Thanks, it, Rich. You guys, if you're leaving a, an amusement park, you have one of these passes or anything like that. Do you kind of look for someone to say, I've done that. In no. fact, yeah. uh, so Reese, who used to work here in our promotions department, worked down at, uh, at Disney, and I went down there, and he gave me a stack of fast passes. Now, th- they're all in your um, your wristband now, but right. man, they were little cards. Right. And so I was with my brother, and we were having a great time. We were leaving, and we weren't ever coming back, and so... I just found like a family. It's kind of like, cool, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. 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 It was, I felt like a superhero for him. <laughs> I yeah. have never really thought of that. Um, I hate anything like that going to waste. Like yeah. if I have extra of something, yeah. like a- anything, I'll you know get four tickets and then only three people <laughs> end up going. Like I try to find somebody in line who, who has kids or something and like, here, here's an extra ticket. Yeah. Okay. yeah, when we were leaving Phoenix, when we drove to the Super Bowl, I had a car full of like, you know, beer and chips and all. And, and I'm sitting there in front of the hotel, and I was going to throw it all away. And I see these like young guys walking by. I'm like, "Hey, what's up, handsome?" And uh, I said, "Guys, I have so much food in my car. I'm like, just and all you have to, all you have to do is touch it. You don't have to do anything but touch it. But I just, I gave a big calf. I didn't want any of it to go to waste. It's terrible if it went to waste. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember when you you guys went to uh, when you went to uh, Arizona for the Super Bowl. Yeah. What did you have to get rid of out there? Was there like, oh, it was the big container on oh, top of the... I just left it on top of the thing. I dro- <laughs> dropped it off at the Subaru dealer. Quadratech oh. is a, uh, there's a company that they, they sell a whole bunch of, and so this was like a, a luggage rack that yeah. you put on top. Yeah, container, and, yeah. And we needed that. Like, I didn't know we needed it until right. I, we started, I was like, oh, thank God we have that. But yeah, I just left it on the car. All right, here's another, now the, the, this whole thing got started because a woman uh, went to a resort in Greece in May and then returned back uh, several months later, and instead of staying at the resort, they they rented a place nearby that was kind of cheaper, um, not not an inclusive place, but they had their old wristbands, and they went over and tried them out at the resort, and they worked. And it worked. And they got the food yeah. and the drink and the pool and all that stuff, and uh, we're just talking about using old passes or wristbands uh, to get access. But this one's a little bit different. I'm going to go to Joe. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Yeah, I'm such a creep. Uh, yes. <laughs> Tell the story, dude, because this is, this is good and bad. Please don't judge me. I made good for it. I, All right. did, I really did. Okay. <laughs> so about 20 years ago, I went to a beef and beer. Ex-girlfriend brought me. I didn't want to go. Blah, blah, blah. The whole yeah. nine yards. Yeah. So they're doing the, uh, you know, the raffles, the 50-50, the whole nine yards. 
um, they were selling tickets, obviously. Um, and for some reason, I think I can't remember why I had a roll of tickets in my car. I think I had them for work or whatnot. <laughs> same color, um, no. same ticket numbers. Oh my so god! I went in there and got me uh, like a little arm length, a little bit more, and wrote my name on there. Didn't tell anybody. <sighs> I want a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> so we're talking like a beef and beer, which is usually, it's a fundraiser or a charity of sorts. Yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I won Philly's tickets. I won, I won Eric Lindros signed hockey puck. Oh, man. I won, I won a beef, I won a basket full of liquor. I won, what else did I win? I won like five or six things. I think I won tickets, um, like a nail salon, whatever. Yeah. But. I did give a lot of stuff away. I gave a puck to a kid. I gave, I kept the police tickets. <laughs> there you go. You, you gave it away to charity, a kid. But... <laughs> uh-huh. And I did feel bad. So I slipped $100 into somewhere or another. I like I slipped $100 somewhere into like a basket or something. Okay. Right. And you All walked right. out with about $21,000. <laughs> Pretty damn funny though, Joe. So I, I like that. I not tell anybody so nobody knows, and I guess they all know now. But that <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Joe raises an, Thanks, a, Joe. another good point. Person. It, you can go to like a, <clears throat> excuse me, a party supply store where they sell those ticked large rolls. Yeah, yeah we have some at home. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> or you can you buy, should not do that, though. Or you can just buy those wristbands. There's like paperish wrist, wristbands that are right. different colors. You can do that as well. If uh-huh. you're if you're wearing like a shirt that says staff on it or a shirt that says security on it and you dress well enough, can you... Can you scan okay, that? Okay. Absolutely, I, gotta, I think you can. I have to jump in here because 2008 uh, World Series, guys I went to high school with went because it was part one and part two. Yeah. And they went and bought yellow staff jackets and ended up getting into the World Series <laughs> because people thought that they worked at the ballpark. <laughs> yes. That, that, that blows my mind that at a, such a high-profile event, just simply a windbreaker that looks... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's just a breach of security? My cousin was sitting, uh, we were at a bar in Montauk. This was years ago. And she was sitting kind of near the door. And it was a night where there was no one at the door. There was no bouncer. It probably wasn't going to be as crowded. But where she was sitting made it look like she was working the door. So somebody walked in (laughs) and like took out their wallet and ID. And she went with it. She was like, okay. And then they handed her like whatever it was, five bucks or something. And she, she was like, Oh wait a minute! And she moved the chair, and then she started collecting a fee. Oh my door. god! <laughs> that's just oh, flat out robbery. Swear to god. Oh, that's phenomenal. Swear to god. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> just hand me your money, please. <laughs> that's like Preston in, in, a, in a hard day's night when Paul's grandfather yeah. mm-hmm. just goes. Put, he's wearing a suit and put, puts sort of like a, 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 um, a napkin over his arm. Goes over, writes a note, and hands it to a guy who's gambling, and the guy tips him. Yeah. And so he quickly makes money. <laughs> Uh, the, I remember this was in in the fairly infantile days of social media, and I saw this story on I don't know some like ass ass Hollywood or something like that. Did I say ass ass Hollywood? <laughs> yeah, but I know you meant. I love ass ass Hollywood. <laughs> ass ass. Tonight we're looking at a lot of asses. <laughs> So and it, it was around the Oscars, and so there's all these um, after parties that happen, and uh, they said that, or it might have been Grammys, one, one of the one of the big award shows, and they they somebody was doing this. They they were following people who were posting social media pictures uh, to these exclusive parties, and they would have lanyards around their neck with the passes on them, and they would zoom in. Yes. 
look at the artwork, do a mock yeah. version of it, and that very evening, able to make up wow. uh, a uh, passes that were like that and go to the party right mm-hmm. then because they were in the Los Angeles area. Listen, uh, that's genius. Yeah. You, and the fact that you could do it quickly. Now, yeah. now it used to be, all right, you're going to need to call Q Branch right. and Bond and help you with this. Now, the average resolution of your iPhone is going to be able to get you a good image that you could oh. print up and do it yourself in, in, a, in a you know couple minutes. Yeah. Years ago, I was at a fish concert at the Spectrum. I had pretty decent seats, uh, and I was I went to my seats, and there were people standing there in my area, and and they were like, "No, they, we're sitting here." Yeah, and I was like, "No, these are these are my seats." And they pulled out their tickets. They're like, "No, these are mine." Their tickets were for the Spectrum. For those seats for Monster Jam like a week before. And I was like, a-holes, get out of my seat. Like, you're in the building. Just be happy that you're in the yeah. building. What about get out of my seat. The yeah. total antithesis of the fish show, uh-huh. Monster Jam. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of you and concerts, Casey, I'm intrigued by this call. This is Mike, who we're going to go to next. Uh, hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Long-time caller, first-time listener. Oh, <laughs> you did it the other way. What's yeah. up, Mike? So back in 2005, uh, I had the honor of working with the Phantom Patrol over at the Philadelphia Phantoms, and our guest host, or our guest presenter, was Casey every Sunday. Okay. So I believe uh, it was November, December 2005, Bon Jovi was over at the Wells Fargo Center. Casey goes, see Bon Jovi? We're like, well, we don't have tickets. He goes, just follow me. So we grabbed some stuff, acted like we were bringing things over to the Wells Fargo Center back from the game. And we get stopped at security. And then he's like, oh, no, 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 they're with us. We're just going to the office. We ended up going up to the 200 level, finding huh. four seats and enjoyed the concert. Do you remember this case? I do not remember this at all. But, hey, I'm glad I could help. <laughs> Maybe it was someone impersonating you yeah. helping them get into a show. Are you sure it was Casey, Mike? 99%. It might have been Nick. Oh, yeah, I did that, too. Hey, remember that time, Mike, we went to the Bon Jovi show? <laughs> yeah, Casey has long hair and, like, a gray patch in his beard. <laughs> no, that's Pierre. Pierre. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting. All right, Mike. Well, Casey remembers it differently, but uh, like he said, he's happy he could help. Maybe it was Bon Jovi uh, himself. Wow, maybe. Um, well, it's interesting. There are there are many ways uh, that one can kind of scam a little bit. I mean, I've taken friends into... Like shows and stuff like that that we didn't have tickets for. I don't know that it would, I would take a random person in, but yeah, sure. Follow I me. got you guys know this story. I got I got snuck onto the White House grounds. That's, oh, that's right. right. Uh, yeah, for a concert for the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. You just had to present pretend you were Clinton on the South <laughs> Lawn of the uh, uh, of the uh, the White House. And, How do you uh, sneak onto the White House lawn? You have someone very important. Just take you in? Take you in, and that's that's what happened. And uh, Madeline Albright. This person was telling me as we were going into the gate, he's just, walk quickly, stay with me. Sounds like don't Dr. Talk, Mike. Don't talk to anyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, when yeah, when yeah. you're going down to get uh, blood tests, work? Yeah, 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 follow me, keep your head down, yeah. don't say anything. <laughs> that's what Mike does when we yeah. go to get blood work. And never turn around when yeah. somebody says something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's kind of the way this was, um, only it was the White House. Yeah, oh it's amazing. Um, yeah. Um, all right, well, anyhow... 
Um, thank you for your uh, for your stories. We do appreciate this. Uh, that we don't we're not in- endorsing uh, no. this type of activity. It's wrong to do that. But go for it if you can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, thank you for your calls. Listen, we have something wholly else going on this morning, uh, and it is the cooling caravan yeah! with Duncan. It's toasty, hot, sweaty, nasty today, and we've done this over the years, uh, where we send out. Uh, some cool refreshments to start the day off right. Uh, and we have a couple of stops that we're going to make this morning, courtesy of Duncan. And, in fact, they call it uh, the Community Cruiser. Ah. Do we have any music to, yeah. to set up? All right, give me something. Yeah, because it's hot, friends. And we are going to go to our buddy Connor, uh, who is leading the charge this morning. And we're going via Zoom right now. And let's find out where he is. Hey, Connor, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're doing great, bud. Looks like you already got a beverage to start the day off with? Yeah, because I'm sweating my ass off out here. It's already like not even 9 o'clock yet and I'm dying. And you can, um, you can but feel, we're here in Tinicum. You can feel the humidity, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's terrible. Alright, so who reached out to us uh, in uh, Tinicum to come out? So we had Kelly Quinn, who's okay. a senior ops admin here at Ground FedEx. Hi, everyone. Hi, Hi hey, Kelly. Hi. Excellent. Okay, so Ground uh, so Ground FedEx, that's uh, the uh, the establishment? We are FedEx Ground. All right, and uh, Kelly, how many people uh, working with you guys today? Uh, we have a... 700? Around, around 700. Oh, We're going to need more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, and, and listen, my, my son does uh, delivery, so I know what that uh, what all that entails. You guys have to deal with some uh, pretty hot conditions on a daily basis, right? Yes, yes, and the package handler's inside in the facility. If it's like 95 out here, it's at least 10 to 15 degrees hotter in oh, there, even uh, when the sun's not up it's, there. It's oh. miserable. So it's hot. Yeah, even though the trucks, are, you're standing in front of a truck, and we can see, like, they make the roof a little bit lighter and thinner. Uh, but, but still, in the back of a truck, it's a, it's an oven. It is. It really is. And the drivers are dealing with that all day in the sun. So getting them started with this nice coffee and these refreshers today is a good way to start the day. Awesome. That's wonderful. Well, thank you, Kelly. Have you been a longtime listener of uh, WMMR and the Preston and Steve show? Oh, yeah, since your Y100 days. Ah, uh, thank I you. I the Beatles from you today. Oh, oh thank you, that. Kelly. I saw that. That is an awesome <laughs> Abbey Road shirt. You're repping my boys today. I love it. Excellent. Well, Connor and, and the Duncan crew and the MMR are going to take care of you guys. Uh, you guys are going to hang out for a bit and make sure everybody gets something uh, cool to start the day. Right, Connor? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah they're so. chugging out all this coffee <laughs> and the watermelon refreshers. So Ooh. Trying to keep this cool. All right, oh, so yeah, just drop off those 700 coffees and then uh, take yeah. off. <laughs> all right. Yeah, sounds good. All right, Connor, thank you, man. We appreciate it. He is on location. FedEx Ground in Tinicum. And, uh, so I know what that is. They'll hang out for a little bit, and then they're going to head off to another location. We're, we're only going to be able to hit two locations this morning uh, because there's 700 people <laughs> at the first one. <laughs> but we will do what we can oh to cool some people off this morning. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we will dive into the Bizarre File when we return. So stay with us. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. 
PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swooping and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, Connor's out with the uh, cooling caravan. Uh, first stop was uh, Ground FedEx in uh, Tinicum. Uh, they're still hanging out, uh, offering up the uh, iced coffee from Duncan. Small and, group of 700 people. And some other yeah. chilling refreshers. Ooh. And uh, we'll have some other locations to get to in a bit. But in the meantime, we're going to do the Bizarre Five. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre All right, we're going to start at an amusement park, Cedar Point. A season pass holder was diagnosed with a concussion after he said he was hit in the head Saturday by a loose iPhone while riding a roller coaster at the Ohio Amusement Park. I don't doubt that. David Carter said, I had blood dripping down my face and I felt a bit dizzy. Carter... Who also wrote about his injury on social media said the mobile phone flew out of the pocket of a boy <clears throat> riding ahead of him on the Maverick roller coaster. Uh, the boy's mother also lost her phone during the ride oh. when it fell into the water below the ride. They really try to make it as understandable as possible to take that stuff out of your pockets. Absolutely. In general, the park said loose items are required <coughs> to be secured or left with a non-rider. Riders uh, rides that do not allow any loose articles are uh, Val- Valverin. Gatekeeper, Rogaru, Magnum XL 200, Steel Vengeance, and Millennium Force. I'd love to go to that park, man. That's on my list. Most other roller coasters have storage bins for loose articles. Carter, who said he worked at Cedar Point about a decade ago and operated the Maverick Ride, said that he was disappointed by the amusement park's response. He said on-site medics looked at his wound and cleaned up the blood at the park's first aid department. He went to the hospital on Sunday morning where he was diagnosed with intermittent headaches and a concussion. Uh, Cedar Point, uh, he said, reimbursed him for his fast pass and offered him free meals for the rest of the day. However, he added that the incident took place at 6.35 p.m. and he didn't leave the park's first aid department until 8.30 and he only received one free meal before wow. the park closed for the day. Yeah. Well, the so. park hired the doctor from Action Park, Preston. Oh, yes. <laughs> they were. <laughs> that was the problem, yeah. Crack medical team. Yeah. yeah. All right. This is wonderful. And the video, you gotta love it. Travelers at Philadelphia International Airport <laughs> were treated to a rare spectacle when a raccoon showed up on the belt at baggage claim. It was, it's amazing. Yes. He looked like he was having a good yeah. time. This is a, the best day of my life. A passenger recorded video Wednesday evening when the raccoon emerged from the chute alongside suitcases from a recently arrived flight. So he comes up out of the chute. Yeah. Where your luggage makes its way on.
on to the the, the little turnstile thing. Where our now. children play with their toys. <laughs> and where my children come and play with their toys. Uh, airport officials said the hub is surrounded by fields and raccoons have been known to get into the airport from time to time. You know, I wanted to ride that thing. Oh, me too. And a raccoon beat me to it. Uh, the airport said in a statement, the raccoon in the video most likely got lost in one of the baggage holes and was attempting to get out. The airport works with the USDA to set humane traps for raccoons. Uh, the raccoon was not trapped by staff, and it appears uh, that they found their way out of the building and are back on the streets of Philadelphia. So it's daytime. Would we be concerned about this raccoon? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Raccoon at day, run away. Oh, yeah. yeah. Raccoon at night, it's all right. Yeah. A Turkish man accidentally joined his own search party and looked for himself for hours. Who are we looking for? Before realizing they were all looking for him. And Steve, it literally was like that. It was that. that. 50-year-old Bayun Matlu had been out drinking with his friends when he wandered off into a nearby forest and didn't return. (laughs) Unable to contact him for a few hours, his wife and friends decided to alert authorities who set up a search and rescue mission to find him. Efforts to find the missing man intensified in nearby neighborhoods as the news spread, and soon a large group of volunteers had joined the mission. Uh, Mudlu came across the group of rescue workers and volunteers while roaming the woods and unaware that they were looking for him, joined the search mission. <laughs> he said it was uh, they said it was only when the volunteers began shouting his name that Mutlu became confused and asked whom they were trying to locate. <laughs> he said, Who are we looking for? He's like, I'm right here. I just and- want to say something if I can. I know I'm out there somewhere alone and scared and looking for food, so <laughs> I appreciate this effort. Uh the man was then taken aside by one one of the rescue workers uh, to give a statement in which he was reportedly worried about getting into trouble with his family. <laughs> he said, don't punish me too harshly. My father will kill me. <laughs> uh, once they learned the man had joined his own surge party, the rescue workers safely escorted Mudlu home. But it's unclear if he was reprimanded for his actions. And it's also unclear how his friends didn't realize that he was right under their noses the whole time. I like he just wanders into the woods. Yeah. A passenger was caught on video urinating in a corner of a plane in front of people who appeared to be Spirit Airlines flight attendants. His boy! As she complained that they didn't let her use the toilet. What is, this is like 30 stories of people pissing in planes. So the woman is squatting down to relieve herself on the floor and yells, I need to piss two hours. You tell me you cannot? You close the doors. And then a flight attendant says, say hello to the camera. Uh, the woman said, the plane has stopped. I cannot hold the pee. Adding that uh, the crew members should, quote, blame themselves. Uh, she said, you can do whatever you want. You can send a warrant. Arresting me is better than this. And it was Martha Stewart. The flight attendant then advised the passenger to drink water because, quote, your pee smells disgusting. <laughs> I, I, uh, I would just die if someone uh, took a whiz on the plane near me. Uh, at the end of the short clip, which was posted on Friday, the woman gets up and pulls up her pants before she begins a walk. Begins a walkway. It was unclear what flight the woman was on or what ended up happening to her. This is a follow-up story to one that we had, I believe it was last week. So three decomposed bodies, like mummified bodies. Yeah, I remember the story, yeah. Found by a hiker at a remote campsite in Colorado's Rocky Mountains were identified by a coroner on Tuesday. The deceased were Colorado Springs residents Rebecca Vance, her 14-year-old son, and her sister Christine Vance. And Rebecca's stepsister, Jara, told the New York Times that the two sisters and the teen told her they were going, quote, off the grid. Oh, my God. 
on. And that Jara had tried to persuade them not to go. Jara said that her stepsister had grown disillusioned with the way the world was going and that her fears about its direction grew worse during the pandemic. That sounds bad. Yeah, Rebecca's sister, Christine, didn't want to go initially, according to Jara, but changed her mind in the belief that the mother and son would have a, quote, better chance of surviving if she went too. Yeah, it didn't happen. Uh, they said that, uh, the, the coroner said that uh, a harsh winter or malnourishment likely caused their Ooh, death. Yeah. So they're not, there's no foul play. I was asking last week, like, why wasn't there any missing persons report? Right. And it's because they were deliberately off the grid. They didn't want anybody to find them. Yep. All right, and there you go. That is the final story in the Bizarre File for you. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a moment. Uh, Don't forget our buddy Victor Fiorello uh, this morning stopping in to talk about uh, Billy Mag's uh, Best of Yes, always a great list. Great stuff in there. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. The MMR Summer Rock Residency at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. It kicks off this week with two upcoming shows. Show number one. This Friday, it's Godsmack. And Stained. I'm on the outside. Brent Porsche has great seats and VIP passes up for grabs in the afternoon. And Preston and Steve's Word of the Week prize is supercharged. With tickets, VIP passes, plus an amazing PRS guitar stopped by Godsmack. Show number two. It's Pantera. With Lamb of God, August 2nd, Jackie Bam Bam's prize coffin is stuffed with great seats and VIP passes all week. Some tickets remain to these shows at Ticketmaster. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your summer. Is there a roast beef sandwich in the uh, studio? What is that? Mm, there's some <laughs> breakfast sandwiches, I'm sorry. A breakfast sandwich? Uh, is that like eggs and sausage? And no, it doesn't. What is it? <laughs> Why would I lie to you, dude? Because it looks like a hamburger from here. No. Oh, okay. All right. it, what is that? Is it sausage? I know. I initially thought, okay, I smell, first I smelled something. I'm see. like, I smelled like, is there fried, somebody frying chicken? And, where are the sausages? And it looks like, um, it looks like an Arby's roast beef from where I'm sitting, but that's not yeah. it. Okay, it's a breakfast Now I sandwich. want an Arby's roast beef. Yeah, where'd you get the breakfast sandwich? I was just, I stole it from down the hall. Oh, somebody, another radio station brought yeah. in some... <laughs> that happens. We all, yeah, yeah, we so cannibalize off of each yeah, other's yeah. foods. You know, but they cannibalize our food more than exactly. we can. Way more. Yeah. Way more. And, and, uh, and <laughs> who was it that came down the one time? Uh, Trey he, Thomas. Trey Thomas, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Preston yelled at him. I was like, Preston, he, he's a former offensive tackle. Well, listen, we, 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 I know. And we had, it was chicken. I'll never forget That's it. Right. I was really hungry. <laughs> and, and so sometimes people would eat the food before we would even have a chance to get to it. It was brought for our consumption. And, and for us to talk about on air. Yeah. And Trey, I didn't know who it was. I just saw somebody. I saw a shape. And I go walking out in the green room and I go, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Like that. And he turned around, and I'm like, oh, my hey. God. I just wanted to say, hey. Hey. How are you? Oh, no. He was such a nice guy. He was a great guy. Yeah. I, I, I miss him. Have all the wings you want. Came out to the Cardboard Classic yeah. shortly after that. Uh-huh. And uh, Casey and I went out to dinner with him and his wife. It was a great time. Actually, Carter and I sat with them at the table, I believe. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 We had a really good time. So I hope Trey's doing all right. Um, so if you guys don't mind, I have some... Uh, stories that are focused in and around our area. Oh. It's time for the city. I'm sorry? Time for the city beat. Yeah, baby. All right, so we're going to... Behind the beat with the oh-so-feminine feet. 
wouldn't call them feminine. I would. They're pretty. I would. I would. All right. Uh, how does this sound to you? North America's largest swing set okay. will soon find its home in FDR Park. So wow. I, I saw this story. That's awesome. And I think it is awesome. I I needs me some good swing time. I have not. I love swings. Fun. I love them. They used to be so there's a, a Daisy Park over on, it's along the Wissaken Trail and they had the old style chain swings and I'd be walking the dog and uh, we'd stop there and I'd get, get a little winging and it's fun. <laughs> Especially if you can get it, you know, you gain some good altitude. Yeah. Uh, except it's going to get destroyed. Yeah. Um, security is, has been increased in that You saw that, right? Because of all the vandalism and underage drinking that's happening. Oh, there. really? Dude, yeah. People tossing porta pots into the little lake there. What? And, yeah, and, and they uh, ruined like canoes and, and, and fishing equipment. Yep. You can't, this, See, this is why you can't have nice can't things. Can't have nice Seriously. things. Uh-huh. It, it, you, you are going to ruin it for everyone. I saw a um, a teenager uh, talking about some restrictions that were getting underway at uh, what what used to be the gallery. Now it's the Fashion uh, District. Yeah, or the Gallery Mall. I'm sorry. Um, uh, the Fashion District. Uh, and they were having to, to keep kids out of there, unsupervised kids. And this kid was like, why are you doing this to us? Uh-huh. And while I understood what she was saying, I'm also like, well, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. You've got groups of, of, of people that are, that are causing a problem and that problem has to stop, and 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 that's and the old saying. This is why we can't have nice, nice things, things. And, yeah. and it only takes a, a handful of people to ruin it uh, for everyone. But anyhow, this is part of the, the. They're doing a big renovation of FDR Park. Maybe this will be what we need if we can all come together under swings. Now it says the set will have twenty swings. That doesn't sound like the no. world's the, America's largest swing set, uh, but it will be 20 able to, contiguous swings. It will be able to accommodate 30 people. Uh, construction of the playground is underway. And how do 20 swings accommodate 30 people? The playground, along with the mega swing, is oh. uh, scheduled to <laughs> open to the public on August 26 with a formal ribbon cutting. Steve, it has six types of swings, some that will seat more than one person. How about this? We're looking at it, a design of it. Right, that's pretty big. Uh, yeah. That's pretty big. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was going to be like a permanent structure because there are other things that were going to come to the city that never happened, like the largest water slide. Yes. Remember that? I was When I read this story, I thought about that very thing. It was mm-hmm. only going to be for like a week or something, or maybe even a weekend. They were going to run it down, run it down a, like a, a, a street that had a, a, a an incline or decline. Yeah. yeah. I and it looked they were... awesome. They had the plans and everything, and it never happened. Never ended up happening. I forgot mm-hmm. where they were going to do it. But it was going to be right in Center City, wasn't it? We've had some cool yeah. stuff. Or, like we had the flute tog and all that. It was we, somewhere in the city. I thought yeah, it was going to be like the Parkway or something. Maybe it was the Parkway. Okay. But, uh, yeah, Flug Tog. That was a was lot of fun. fun. And then they did the uh, uh, the bike version of that with uh, Red Bull. That yeah. Maniac. That was insane. I was talking with uh, with my fiance about um, the bike race the other day and um, how great that was and then how that kind of got away from us, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I Nick, it. It, was, it was sensational. Yes, there was many opportunities for lethality to, to occur, but it was still great. Preston, you and I were judges. Was it the Red Bull? Was it the um, the, the boxcar? Uh, what was it? Down. Uh, it was in Maniac. Yeah, they were they were riding like bike. Yeah, I guess they were, maybe they were like right. yeah, like uh, soapbox cars. There was things. an impending was hurricane. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're and it was awesome. Oh, right. And I'll never forget there was a dude dressed as Michael Jackson <laughs> oh going God. down on a on a carousel. Yep. And at the bottom they had these bales of hay. He hits that. <laughs> it's a first. I saw Michael Jackson fly. It was amazing. <laughs> well, we since we we were the judges, we were at the exact spot where they like picked up maximum speed, yeah. and the guy that was. Just this is Michael Jackson. He comes flying around the corner. <laughs> he 
And it's he's amazing. like with no care in the world at yeah. all. He was going, I love you. He was blowing kisses. <laughs> and he is, I mean, hurtling towards near death. Oh, my God. And and he, he stayed in character. I all think the he ended way up winning. It, yes. was, it was hilarious. But anyhow, they're going to do the ribbon cutting on August 26th for the uh, North America's largest swing set. Uh, the playground swing set will be the largest, uh, according to a spokesperson for the Fairmount Park Conservancy, although the precise measurements are not known yet. Uh, the renovations... And their costs have raised some controversy, especially in a city where so many uh, budget priorities are there. Uh, as of May, about $100 million of the $250 million had been raised through donations and grants. Is how much the swing set costs? No, there's more the than whole, that. I mean, it's a giant park, and there used to be a uh, golf course there. I don't know if they're... Uh if they're doing something with that, if they're you know doing some sort of construction or, do, do or, they have or whatever, disc golf but, there. Um, if I remember, do you correctly. think it can be brought back? I mean, talking it, about all the vandalism that Kathy was describing. I mean, it can. And for all intents and purposes, it it is the park is being used properly by. Most people, porta pot like, owners. Well, yeah. Listen, I, I go down. That's where we park for Eagles games. So I'm yeah. down there many Sundays throughout the the uh, fall and winter, and you know people hang out there and they have barbecues and there's you know yeah. pick up soccer games and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. But it could use. I wouldn't even say a little more. It could use a lot more TLC because there are pockets of the park where you're like, dude, do something about this. Yeah. You know? And then there are other parts where you're like, oh, this is really, really nice. So I always thought the zoo should move there and, and do some like San Diego style zoo because the zoo where it is now, it's hemmed in. You can't yeah. expand yeah. it at all. Yeah. And some of the animal enclosures are a little small and, and tight. When and the elephant also, weighs 50 pounds. There's just, no elephants. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you they know, took Steve, them like, away. Yeah, they couldn't have elephants they there had no anymore. Room. You know, so um, I, yeah, I always thought FDR Park would be a great place for that's a really good idea. Philly Zoo, yeah. Also, it's just in a terrible spot. Well, but the city, it, the, but the zoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, where it is now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's a it's literally a triangle that you you have the Schuylkill Expressway and River on one side. You have the train line on another side, and then you're hemmed in by something else on the third side. Um, and they'd have much more room if they moved. You know, you know when you really saw it, you go up in the zoo balloon and you see, oh, yeah, there's no way to expand yeah. this. Um, yeah, that's a good. That's a really good idea. I mean, they they probably wouldn't want to. Uh, number one, it'd be insanely expensive to move it, but also because of the historical. I think it's the first zoo in America, yeah, right? Uh, the way that I envisioned it is uh, keep that and then add like more of a safari style at FDR Park. You know? Zoo too. Yeah, well, I mean, you could have the smaller animals or, or whatever else, the, the features that they have at the zoo now, and then just expand upon it. Uh, by the way, the renovation plans of FDR Park, which aim to make the park climate uh, resilient and uh, add amenities, uh, have also sparked debate about how the parkland should be used, especially after the pandemic changed residents' relationship with the space. Critics have opposed a wetland portion of the project and a proposal to create multi-purpose, multi-purpose baseball and softball fields. Yeah, they already have that, but... They do? Yeah, they have baseball because I've been to a couple of my uh, nephew play baseball at prep, and that's their home field. Didn't Ryan Howard open that? Uh, the Ryan, um, I believe Ryan Howard with the Phils opened up a um, hmm. a, a training ground for little league and and uh, and sometimes like even minor league ball players will practice there. You know when spring training is going. That's on. cool. Marissa knows something. Hold on, <clears throat> she just handed me a note about a Southeast Asian market at yeah. FDR Park. Do you guys know about this? No. Okay, so uh, mm. it's been going on for decades. The Southeast Asian market. Um, there's also a small Mexican market nearby, and there are um, just people from Southeast Asia who have migrated over to the Philadelphia area, and they just set up stands. But within the past couple of years, it's become legitimate. So, like L and I has taken over, and they make sure that everybody is, you know, proper 
properly up to health codes and such. How often is this happening? Every Saturday morning. Okay. Um, I think it's like April through November. And um, it's massive. It actually was on Philly Mag's top oh. 50 best restaurants list. It was a little controversial because it's not really a restaurant. But Food & Wine just named it one of the best things in America. Is it one of the best things in America? <clears throat> yeah. Mainly just food? It's, um, you know what? person I've actually never been. Okay. So I assume that there are like tchotchkes and other mm-hmm. um, things being sold, but I think you go there and there's like 30 or 40 or 50 vendors just set up and mm-hmm. it's all authentic Southeast Asian food and you just kind of roll in and try different stands and they always recommend like doing a picnic style. Is it like a Reading Terminal Market vibe? Um, it's more of like a, a farmer's market vibe. Oh, yeah. all right. I yeah. wonder if it's got that, you remember in uh, Crazy Rich Asians, yes. when uh, uh, the, the love interest first comes to Singapore, uh, it Immediately, he takes her to this market, right? Uh, where he's like, "This is a Michelin-rated, you know, uh, mm-hmm. bodegas, right, yeah, yeah. you know, food stands and huh. stuff like that." And I wonder if it's something along those lines. I hope it is. Huh. All right. Uh, well, anyhow, the uh, the construction for the two point one five acre playground started in the summer of twenty twenty one, along with the mega swing. It will include climbing structures, a giant slide, and a picnic pavilion as well. So this is a perfect Saturday afternoon: a belly full of lo mein and a swing set. There you go. You got. I love it. That's only good things. All right. Other city stuff. Let's go. All right. This is interesting. Steve, you sent me this article at Code Dragway, which opened in Camden County in 1960, abruptly announced last Tuesday that it is shutting down for good. Oh, no. Yeah, the announcement was made on the Facebook page run by Atco Dragway. No explanation was provided. No comments were allowed on the post. The same oh. announcement was made on the track's Instagram page, and comments there were also off. So I thought this was a very active, you know, they had a lot of drag races and stuff like that, and... and uh you hear commercials for it, and I wonder what the hell happened. The announcement stated, Atco Dragway is permanently closed. We will not be open from this point on. The remainder of our schedule for 2023 will be canceled. Wow. And they will thank wow. you, uh, all of your patronage and memories over the years. There was an update this morning in the Inquirer, Preston. Did you okay. see that? No. Um, what, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry, right. I was choking on some spit. All right. mm-hmm. uh, the It was the sold, but the buyer's still a mystery, and they have no hmm. idea what's going to... That's a mystery. <laughs> the settlement has already occurred, but we have no idea as to what will be done with the property or okay. the time frame where anything will occur. Uh, this was a sale of a piece of property that was purchased in a private transaction. Okay. I've been to several uh, different types of racetracks. Never been to a drag race before. Though. I have. Top fuel. It. Oh, it is. You know, NASCAR's loud. loud, but this is loud. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty it's cool. Amazing. I think it's very cool. Once, <laughs> depending on where you are, they take off and they go so fast. They're that gone. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so that it's not like, you know, the, the, the circular, obviously, a race where they're coming around again. Here they come again. It's like, boop, gone. Yeah, it's over in a few seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's it. But, um, yeah, Echo Dragway, by the way, was the first official drag strip in the uh, state of New Jersey. Originally opening in the Atco section of Waterford Township in 1960 is Atco Raceway. Well, you know what? Since we're doing or we will be home to the largest swing set in the world, make that the largest seesaw. Okay. Yeah. Why not? On that track. Uh, in 2020, it was revealed that an Illinois company had submitted uh, an application to the New Jersey Pinelands Commission to redevelop uh, the 100-acre site. There was uh, apparently a town hall meeting last night. Okay. And, and it uh, got heated. 
and they danced. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not Footloose. Oh. No? According to the application, the paved sections of the site were to be used for an automobile auction facility. The application was co-signed by Leonard Capone Jr., who was at Code Dragway's owner. So, I don't know, 180-acre site. But apparently, they, uh, this group in 2020 said that they wanted to redevelop it. So... Not really sure. Okay. Got those commercials like for them, and it used to be Raceway Park up in New York, and uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, yeah. Hot Rod Racing. I used to love that stuff. Yeah. All right, here's another story. All right, um, another one you sent me over, Steve. An entire neighborhood in yeah. Philadelphia that boasts 35 single-family homes has hit the market for $7 million, sparking furious debate over what will happen to the occupants of the properties if the sale goes through. Case, apparently, it was actually up on Zillow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the, the whole neighborhood. The whole neighborhood. The premium, fully occupied, and well-managed complex, which is located in the Cobbs Creek area of West Philly, mm-hmm. was listed on Zillow and other real estate sites back in May. But when someone shared some screenshots of it on TikTok this week, it left social media users uncomfortable. It reads, all 35 parcels are situated in a tight geographic area, ideal for management and enhanced economies of scale. Uh, these fully... Occupied, and I'm reading from the uh, the yeah. listing. Uh, these fully occupied 35 townhomes present an advantageous investment opportunity in rapidly improving West Philadelphia neighborhood, club amenities, public transportation, Cobbs Creek Trail, and other developments. Now, this is where Cobbs Creek is where uh, Tiger Woods is. Uh, they're rebuilding that uh, golf course. That's right. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, they're doing a big, big. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. On that. Um, all right, what's the difference between a townhome, and this is not a dad joke, um, <laughs> a townhome and a row home? Don't know. That is a good question. More similarities than, yeah. Maybe row homes come in more units, you know? And I think townhomes are, town are like a community. A, a row home is can just be a regular city street. Okay. Quite possibly. Of the I know th- you can tune a piano. Uh, but you can't tune a fish? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The listing describes the sale as a significant capital appreciation opportunity and points out that many of the homes have, quote, undervalued rents. So this... Uh... Of the 35 homes, none of them have three bedrooms. Seven have uh, four bedrooms. One has five bedrooms. Um, they also note that there's currently a $65 million commitment by the city of Philadelphia, among others, to revamp a golf course in the area. I think this is involved in that one. Or is it one in New Jersey? I thought it was one in New Jersey. Maybe it's it the one in New Jersey. Mike Trout, but, okay. but they are, Cobbs Creek is getting a um, yes. Uh, yes. Think um, about this, though. So you're, seven millions actually seems low for what it's juxtaposed against. Now, you know? some of the concerns are people uh, said that uh, the, the people living in the home should have a chance to buy them instead of their entire neighborhood being up for sale. Yeah. But... And I thought that sounded a little funky, too. At the very end of this article, uh, it notes, since the video received so much attention online, the realtor in charge of selling the 35 homes clarified that the listing was for a property portfolio and not an entire neighborhood, as it was described. Uh He he insisted it's just a seller who owns 35 properties and is selling them. They're located across a couple of neighborhoods. It sounds basically like the same thing at the beginning of the article. I, I don't know if you can buy 
buy them all in one chunk. I, I'm not sure how it works. Is uh, Cobb's Creek a, like a hot real estate property at this point, like uh, Fishtown was a few years ago, or any of those? Uh... I don't know. It sounds like they're they're going through a uh, a redevelopment yeah. to try and you know upgrade it a bit. I get a, a Zillow um, email every morning, uh, just here, you know, for areas that I'm interested in the country. I, I find it fascinating. <laughs> I, I so, love it too. It, you know, I... Zillow porn is is the joke, but I, like I'm like, oh, you could get this for this, and and you know, this neighborhood is uh, you know seems like it's getting uh, more affordable and that neighborhood's getting crazy. Get the app on your TV. It's a lot of fun. Is it? Yeah, so I have the app on the TV and we'll just, oh. Claire and I will sit there. And Are you yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's terrific. You guys ever go to an open house uh, that a neighbor has even yes. though you're not interested? Yeah. Yes. There was, yes. There was, yes. there was an estate sale uh, not too far from where I lived and it was an elderly couple and they had been there for a really long time. It was way outdated. Uh, but as a result, house, um, which was, you know, right near Villanova's campus, uh, sold oh. for what I thought was a steal and, man, it, it didn't need it still needs and needs. We're retiring and I want to pursue my passion, which is choke porn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's what she was getting out. But it needed so many upgrades on the inside. But it's a... Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen the open houses or uh, like any of the properties where you have to actually pre-qualify before they let you in? Yes. It's just so no. like, well, it's just like for people like us who just want to walk through a mansion and see what it looks like. It, like that's exactly the whole purpose, Kathy, is, yeah. is to oh. filter out exactly the kind of, out. kind of people we would be, which is like, yeah. I just want to take a look. Is it for a higher end usually? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I did not know that. Pre-qualify. <laughs> yeah. what, what they it, have to know that you're, they, they want to know that you're serious and you're not just coming to basically look around. Do they, do they need to know that you're, you could just simply, you could afford a place like this or if you are legitimately looking, looking to move? I, I would imagine the, like a little bit of both because how can they know that you're legitimately looking to move? Right. You know what I mean? Other mm-hmm. than pre-qualifying for something. We were somehow directed to when we were house hunting. This house must have been 20,000 square feet. It was like it's insane. Oh my God. Insane. Yeah. I'm like how are we here? Yeah. And the disdain we had coming at us from the realtor and the oh. people who'd laid out, you know, little little uh, uh, hors d'oeuvres and stuff. It's like we got to get out of here. Oh, dude, I had listen. I, I have told the story when we were we were looking in the neighborhood. We eventually yeah, moved yeah. into, and the first visit we went to was a, was a a model home. We walk in, and the realtor was so rude to us. Yeah. I, it just pissed me off. She clearly, she, you know, I had asked what, you know, a ballpark price was on a home like this. And she just flippantly was said it in, in terms in, in a, um, in an inflection was like, Oh, you can't afford this. Uh Don't you? It was just like, who the hell are you? I was so pissed off. I would love to find that bitch. Bitch, say what? (laughs) When the last time you had a falcon punch? But I tell you what, it was was in a new neighborhood, new construction, and I made for sure that we were not going, and and there were multiple builders in that neighborhood. We are not buying a house from those builders. No way. I just had a little bit of of an incident like that, too, and I always uh, attribute it to, like, the way you're dressed. You know, like... Maron glace. Maron glace, like, exactly like that, but I walked in, I knew I was, I had this appointment. And so I, you know, made sure I was wearing, you know, something right. presentable Sexy. and I wasn't going in, you know, workout clothes or, or whatever, man. And this lady, I, well, I, well where was it? Can it, you say? It was a, um, I was looking at, at bath, uh, like sinks and toilets and, you know, like, uh, bathroom appliances and uh, only the wealthy can afford toilets. Oh <laughs> my God. And my brother sent me there. I, t- I called him afterwards. I go, I'm 
what, why would you send me to a place like that? I go, I, what did I call her? I go, she was like a snot rag. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, wow, you're a picky customer. I was like, no. She looked at me like, what are you doing here? Snooty. I mean, I literally was like, well, I'm, she's like, well, do you know exactly what you're doing? Yeah. And I go, no, that's why I'm here. Do you know exactly what you're doing? I'm here to look around and yeah. see if I like the crap that you carry, bitch. Yeah. You should have given them the name Abe Froman. <laughs> to get Snooty. Snooty. I hate Put her on the line. I hate people like that. Yeah. <laughs> I need to talk to her right now. I need to talk to this wench right now. <laughs> All right. So let's get to another one from City Beat. Um, this is interesting. Pennsylvania state police troopers traded in their police cruisers this week for construction vehicles as a way to crack down on unsafe behaviors like speeding and distracted driving across the Pennsylvania Turnpike. It is an initiative called Operation Orange Squeeze. Okay. Uh, and it's an effort started by the uh, Turnpike Commission and the state police. It started nearly a decade ago, but they're doing this. So one, here's how it works. A state trooper sits in a construction vehicle. There you go. Inside of a work zone. Yeah. Uh, he or she is responsible for tracking vehicles with radar. And once a vehicle is flagged, the trooper relays the plate number and make the vehicle to a trooper posted ahead who will then initiate the traffic. This style. replaces their deer costume program. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, two two troopers had to do that. It was, uh-huh. yeah. And, you know, and some one of them had to be the back and, you know. <laughs> By the way, I had a, a, a baby deer walk out in the middle of the road. Oh, they ran him right over. I just plowed right through oh, that. Oh, yeah. No. I bet you I can detonate this. It yeah. was so cute. I almost stopped to take a picture, but uh, Mama was standing right next to her. Yeah. <laughs> Even the deer knows me. Uh, a, a little fox ran in front of my car this morning. Really? Yeah. A fox? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I was like, yeah, why? What do you mean? There's fox around here. Wait, listen, if you uh, if you are like us. Matthew Romano? And you get up before the sun, you see many woodland creatures. And doesn't it still excite mm-hmm. you? Like, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. I love it. Totally. Yeah. And then you go, get us the road. Go, 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 go. Hurry. Run. Oh, I, I just slam on the brakes to miss a bunny yesterday. Oh, man. Slammed on the brakes. I don't know what it says about me, but I will gladly kill 30 people behind me to not, <laughs> hit, right. You're to not hit a, a, a baby bunny. A uh, quick survey that I've been doing. Uh, what would you, if you could own one, and it was like uh, nice and domesticated, would you own a fox, a raccoon, or an otter? Otter. Fox, raccoon, or an otter? What, what, what do you, uh, otters are very like, cute. They're fun. Like, I feel like they I have are, a good time with them. But they, they can be a little cantankerous. They, they smell a little bit, though. But he's saying if you can domesticate them. Right. Yeah. So if, yeah, you, yeah. If, you, if you can bring Fox, them around, otter, they smell? Yeah, they are. Uh, well, they're like, coated in a. Uh, they're seafoody. Yeah. Well, okay. I would, mine would take bats every night. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't give it to them, though. Casey, do you know, uh, you know Juniper Fox on Instagram? No. It's a very popular fox account on Instagram. It's a domesticated fox. and and this fox is adorable. Oh. So my vote yeah. goes, goes fox. So I'm, I'm, I love the way, the, and I've seen when you when you pet them, Nick, or you you they like they they're adorable. They make this great beautiful sound. They sound like uh, Minnie Minnie Casey. Yeah, except when they're uh, in heat or whatever, right. when they scream in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had. <have, laughs> 
I have one yelling the other night. It's so uh, terrible. worse is is are the coyotes sounds like a woman being attacked. Yeah. I watched horrible. I first of all, I heard that sound, Nick, in this little uh, retention pond basin near behind my house. I heard it, and I was like, "What's going on?" So I went back there, and I saw two foxes getting it on, <laughs> and they were stuck to each other. So the one fox was yep. trying to run away, That's and it. then the other fox was stuck. Oh, were they doing a regular Saturday night thing, baby? Oh yeah. Were they missionary position or? Uh... Uh, no, but also it was weird because one was trying to. It's, like... they, it's a position where they're spooning, pressed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Imagine yeah. trying to run while you're engaged with somebody. Oh my god. At the same time, Wait, it was I just weird looking. Heard this the other night, and I didn't realize that that's what it was. I, I was like, somebody is screaming yeah. outside, yeah. and fox. I'm like, there's no way it's a cat. It just did not sound like a cat. Fox or a coyote? Exactly yeah. what it was. And, okay. and, and it literally sounds like a human being attacked. Yeah. I remember walking out into my yard, and I'm like, mm. either that's an animal or there's a woman being attacked in my bush. All right, so we got a fox, we got an otter, I'm, we got a... I, I think I'm going to go with... Uh, I've always wanted to have a raccoon. Yeah. I love I love their hands. I'm with you. Yeah. They're dexterous. Yeah, yeah. And they could probably run the larynx for you and a things bit. like that. You, if can you, you, can you pick up? Yeah. Hey, open that for me real quick. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think Don't I would mind go, if I do. I would go with a. Uh, I would go with a raccoon. Yeah, most likely. All right, and this is your poll. That was my poll. <laughs> that was my poll. Poor otters are not winning. Uh, otters are awesome. They're adorable. Yeah. They are adorable. My uncle had a, a home in uh, in Monterey and uh, in uh, Carmel, which is right in the Monterey Bay area. And uh, we would go in, into town in these restaurants, and they have piers and stuff like that. And they literally would just they'd go down, they'd get these abalones. That's what they eat, and they bring a rock yeah. up on their stomach. Yeah. And they would they would lay on their back and rest this rock on there, and they would take the abalone and go, bing, 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 yeah. and they would bang it on there to crack it open and eat. They were adorable. And they would sing. They would go, abalone has a first name. No, no, no. Okay, no, they I didn't don't think so. That. Okay, that's a terrible <laughs> joke. I don't want to live with you. <laughs> I don't want you anyway. I was getting a raccoon. You ought to do better than that, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I ought to know better than that. Yeah. That's they good. Are, they're <laughs> take care, polar bear. They're super cute. <laughs> They are. Um, all right. Uh, so anyhow, uh, the uh, Pennsylvania State Police. Oh, right. Are, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Operation uh, Orange Operation Squeeze. Otter. <laughs> uh, Operation Otter on the third flight <laughs> in April uh, resulted in uh, troopers issuing 436 citations and 395 warnings. This makes a ton of sense also yes. because they're, the workers are in danger of people yeah. driving recklessly. Right. I always yeah. slow down if I see, you know, road work like that happening. Oh. Yeah. Somebody wanted to for, for, to remind us that raccoons can get your luggage at the airport. That's right. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, uh, by the way, speaking of otters, I need a good way, and I'll, I'll give you an example here. Uh, to to use, prepare them? No, to use otter in a in a reading, because I, I saved this uh, uh, this meme, and I'm using them all the time. I already said, take care, polar bear. But uh, there's another one that says, see you soon, raccoon. Gotta go, buffalo. And then toodaloo, kangaroo. So I need something like that that rhymes about with otter. Good afternoon, otter. <laughs> Why? It's got a rhyme. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just like otters. Why do you need it for otter? Because I like otters and I need a good oh, greeting. Because you like otters. I like okay. otters. And right. uh, yeah. How about so. Harry Morgan played Colonel Potter, otter? <laughs> mm. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I banged your daughter, otter. <laughs> no, it's got to be like more of a greeting. Oh, like, all right, toodaloo, well, kangaroo. Be. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, now yeah. you've really refined it. Yeah, I'm right. sorry, guys. For the, we got to move the, on. 
No, listen, this is something people deal with on a daily basis. How, was, How do I approach this otter? <laughs> How is it that you get to derail us and then say we got to move on? Well, because I'm also the executive producer. Because <laughs> he knows. I'm also a client. Yeah. He knows that I have no way <laughs> to, to, to move to on. Segue yeah. Yeah. To segue. Hey, listen. To do a natural He's, segue back into what we were He's talking like about. the pusher who drives you to a rehab facility. We yeah. have things to do today. It's going to get hotter, River Otter. So uh, we got to do the thing with the dunk. <laughs> you tried it, but... I like this one, Casey. Welcome back, Otter. Welcome Ooh. back, Otter. He's looking more for a, a rhyme. It's got a rhyme. Uh, yeah, like, there's got to be a phrase that comes yeah. before it. Yeah. Otter. Yeah. Um, with Otter. Yeah. Um, Listen, guys, it's time to scoot, little Newt. Let's go. <laughs> Harry oh, Potter. I'm, I'm losing faith in you. Yeah, we're going to stop now so we don't up. get any more of these. <laughs> Hasta so. mañana, Harry Iguana. <laughs> Shut your filthy mouth. Harry Iguana? <laughs> Iguanas aren't hairy. This one is. Okay. Um, <laughs> give me my goddamn music so oh. I can city beat it out of here. Oh. Okay, Blue there? Jay. All right. Uh, that's the last story in uh, City Beat. And uh, we'll take a break and we will come back. We'll take and- a break, Gardner Snake. Stop. <laughs> He's I'm getting leaving. angry. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And uh, we're going to talk about more. It was like the silence just pierced the room. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about more Philly things uh, when we return because. Dingalings. Our- <laughs> Be nice, Our friend Victor Fiera, uh, Fiorello will be here from Philly Mag, so uh, stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. No animal rides a moment. <laughs> the MMR app can't remember your Wawa order, but it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system, streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swooping and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, the cooling caravan has been making its rounds this morning. Our friends from Duncan has set us up uh, with their community cruiser and loaded it up with lots of ice drinks. It's iced coffee and some ice coolers and things like that they have. Uh, we started off in Tinicum, and now I believe we're headed to Chester. And uh, Connor is on location with the cooling caravan. Hey, Connor. How you guys doing? Good, buddy. All right, so where did you guys move on to now? We're at Camco Building Supplies out uh, in Chester. Camco. All right, Building Supplies. Are they um, working in a hot environment today, sir? <laughs> yeah, so if you can see, 
Almost like a lumberyard. Yeah. Yeah. So this is all outside. Um, here with Steve. Hi guys. Hey what's Steve. Up, Steve. Hey. Hey, what's your uh what's your title there, Steve? Um sales and uh quoting and project management. All right. Project management. All right, so uh you re- I, how many people do you have working uh there, Steve? We got about 30 here today. All right. Very good. And uh, you guys work uh, no matter what the conditions are, I assume, right? That's correct. Rain, snow, sleet, heat, cold. My guys are outside all the time in the yard. So the the, the bulk of what you have is, as we saw, as uh, Connor Pan, the area is all situated outside. Uh, Not a lot of chance to get cool on a day like today, correct? No, no. So this was like a perfect treat to keep the guys cool and, uh, you know, give them something to be happy about tonight. Cool. Love awesome. it, man. So we're happy to do that. We're happy to send uh, Duncan in there and uh, get the guys started off for a little bit of, uh, of refreshment to begin the day. How long do you guys uh, usually work? Is it an eight-hour shift or does it go longer into the day? Uh, 12 to 14 hours a day. Usually. 14 hours. Uh-huh. It's, it's, uh, that's real work. Man, you guys are hard workers. Well, listen, we're happy to do this little bitty thing uh, just to kind of say thanks for working hard and and, uh, and also to remind everybody to hydrate and be safe when uh, these hot days hit and so on. Okay. Like that, but thank you very much. We appreciate it, guys. MMR rocks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Hey. Steve Cartarelli is his name, by the way. So, uh, Connor, you guys hang out for a bit, make sure everybody gets uh, satisfied. And have you tried that watermelon drink that they have yet? Yeah, I had three of them at the last stop. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee this time. Right, hey. uh, Try to mix it up, All get right. a nice balance. Do right. us a favor, and we're going to give you your discretion. Bring us back lumber. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Some lumber. You can pick whatever you want. <laughs> Any kind. Any kind. Uh, I'm for, yeah. Uh, two by fours. I'm you looking know. for cedar. Yeah, a nice uh, piece of hickory would be okay. good. All right. so. Whatever you want. Yeah. Oak is right. nice. Yeah, thank awesome. you, Connor. Kathy, any kind of wood you want? From oh Connor? my god, I'm having so much work done at my house. Connor, I'll take anything. Go right. bamboo. That's more environmentally conscious. All right, thanks, Connor. We'll check it. All right, so the cooling caravan in uh, Chester as we speak. So thank you to Duncan uh, for supplying uh, the goodies, and uh, don't forget to fuel your summer days with Duncan iced coffee. And Philly, of course, runs on Duncan. And speaking of Philly, we have our good friend here who is with us, and uh, we usually do a little. Uh, you usually do a yearly meetup. Yes, for uh, this very reason. That is exactly it. And it's uh, the best of Philly from Philadelphia Magazine. We have Victor Fiorello. Yay! You guys rock. Thank, Thank you, Vic. Good to see you, sir. I tell you, I love coming on your show, but it does present me with problems. Starting off with the fact, because you announced who's coming on your show, 7 o'clock this morning. My phone rings. I'm still asleep. It's Dr. Mike reminding me that I'm late for my colonoscopy. What? Then I get a text from Steve Wilson at Wilson's Barbecue saying if I don't give a shout out to him, he's not going to let me buy ribs anymore. And then my carpenter, Travo, said he's not going to complete my cabinets if I don't say hello. Wow. Now that we're past all that. Jeez. You get get berated. uh, Are you late for your colonoscopy or uh, has Dr. Mike been hammering you on that? Uh, Well. Well, let's just say I'm overdue to see Dr. Mike. Right, right, and yes, yes I need to get my colonoscopy. Yeah, you right. can write it, write about it. I am going to write about it. Okay, I'm good. sure absolutely nobody wants to read about me getting a colonoscopy, <laughs> but I am going to write about it. Will this be your first one? It will be my first uh, one. Yeah. Okay. It's my right. debut. I had two within a, a month and a half, believe it or not, because the uh, the doctor gave me the option. She said, you know, we went in and we saw something. You want to check it in five years or want it out now? And I said, now nah, would be nice. Yeah, I don't want to sit there worried. And uh, so the Prep, eh. 
the the uh, propofol. Awesome. Yeah, right. you're going to dig that. That's the Twilight, right? Yeah. 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 All right, so Best of uh, Philly, Mag, is out, uh, and or the Best of Philly edition, I should say. You cover, speaking, we'll start off with with Dr. Mike. Are there uh, medical, uh, I know you guys do uh, top doctors. That's a, that's a big uh, issue as well, but do you cover some of the medical stuff in uh, Best of Philly? Yeah, top doc is a separate thing. Let yeah. me tell you, if I could give a Best of Philly to a doctor, it would absolutely be Dr. Mike. Without, uh, yes, no without question. A doubt. But, yeah. but no, we don't really cover uh doctors okay. in here i will say that you know this the 2023 edition we did best of philly in 2020 2021 and 2022 uh but this year it feels like philly's really back in a different kind of way the it bars does. are full the concerts are going it was try to imagine doing best of philly in the august of 2020 yeah it was yeah. nightmare we did the best we could but and you did a great job however i agree with you wholeheartedly and, and there's there's this there's a unique energy i would say return to the old energy not that you were phoning those other lists in but they the, the categories are very creative and there's a lot of cool stuff and i i, I love sort of what is your your cover depiction uh and it's one of your honorees um the the heroes of the i-95 rebuild which has just captivated the uh the city and and even nationally it became a story about how quickly what with something we were sure was going to take eight to nine months was you know fixed and corrected within days yeah i mean we plan these covers out this is a print magazine obviously. Yeah, yeah so we plan these covers out well in advance so i have to give a shout out to my art department Keep in mind when I-95 collapsed and when it got fixed. Right. For them to come up with this as the cover for the August issue is pretty remarkable. And I love it, uh, you know, celebrating the uh, sports teams and I-95 all on one uh, cover. Did that, as a seasoned uh, observer of all things Philadelphia, that had to blow you away how quickly everything came together on that. Oh, absolutely. And when it first happened, it was kind of like... Oh, God, I guess I'm going to spend the next year writing about how colossally this gets effed up. Yeah. Um, and instead, it was like, wow. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, there's still work to be done. But the fact that I think it was less than two weeks later, yeah. cars were able to drive over it. We, we actually had a thing planned one morning because we were sure there was going to be backed up traffic and we were going to go out and help them. And it was actually <laughs> some of the lightest traffic that area had ever seen. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was, uh, that could be like the success story of the year. I know that, you know, there are there are stories where lives get saved and things like that. But as far as anticipation and uh, and preparation for, you know, I I put up. I, I was. I, this is going to take a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. A year. Right. In two weeks, they nail it. And the fact that people are sitting at Citizens Bank Park during Phillies games, watching the whole uh, the, the cam that <laughs> yes. they had, which was actually one of the most boring things you could ever <laughs> watch on a screen, because uh, it's just bit by bit. But thousand, you know, you would go onto that feed and it would show you how many people were watching, and thousands and thousands of people were always watching yeah. that thing. It was huge. It was huge. Nice. Uh, what are some of the things you'd like to point out? To, to people when you're when you're telling them about the um, uh, the best of. Well, as with all years, but I think this year in particular, you'll see a real focus on maybe places you've never heard of. Um, it's a ton. A lot of the quote-unquote best of lists uh, that go around are kind of rehashing of Yelp reviews and uh, or public uh, public voting, which. <laughs> Uh, I love the public, but of course, <laughs> if you leave it to the public, it doesn't often produce. You, I'll give you an example. Yeah, best taqueria, best new taqueria in Best of Philly 
Uh, it's called Ultra Pool, and not too far from Casey's house. It's the address is Westchester Pike, but it's actually on a side street, and you would never know it's there unless you know it's there. So, uh, you know, the fact that we found them, we visited them several times, as well as other taquerias. So there, there's a lot of real research that goes into this. We're not pulling these called? out of a hat. Uh, El Chapulin. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but C H A P U L I N. Well, you, over the years, you've talked about the vetting process. I mean, listen, a lot of times. It's like when they do a you know the, the top twenty five rock songs. It's going to be pretty much the same. You know, it's not a lot of changes. So you guys sort of modified the way you curate the list, and you do get those finds. You do get those things that are off the beaten path. And and this list in particular, going through, it seems to you know uh, from beginning to end, seems jammed with them. That's like, true. Yeah, yeah, we really did. I mean, we spent a year researching this. Right. Is that why we never end up in this? Because we're not off the beaten path. <laughs> because we are on the main road. I, I'm pretty sure that you guys wound up in here at some point in some way. Yeah, no, we have a couple yeah, of have. times. He can't do that. I, I That's after this. I drunkenly texted him one night and said, why the hell are we never on these lists, Victor? Well, no, you can't go back to the same well. No. no, you can't. I get it. Well, I mean, we do I repeat winners sometimes when there's like a sort of time peg to do so or when something changes, let's say. When we're actually good, Preston. Yeah, and that is so seldom. We lack consistency, so you got to pick the good years. For we us. had a good show last Friday. So. Yes, maybe, that, so maybe next there year. You know, that should be a really that good be show. Twenty twenty four. That was our one. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. remember, we'll send you a copy of that one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but this know, is actually related to your show. Uh, best band you've never heard of, Vixen seventy seven. Yeah. I'm thrilled yeah. to see that they're opening MMRBQ. I yeah. understand. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I have to get there a little earlier you're, than I normally do. You're a musician, <laughs> you know. Well. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're yeah. great. I mean, the sound is amazing. I love that it's, you know, five young women, uh, you know, just rocking their faces off. I love to see things like Jello Man is on the uh, the list, <laughs> made the list. So, you know, he's become sort of a, uh, uh, he's a staple in all all the events that are happening around the area. We had him up at the uh, at the Cardboard Classic. It's, it's cool. So it's a staff of people that are picking. It's not you solely, correct? No, that's right. So I handle the fun and game section, right. and I do a lot for the food section. Um, and then there's different editors who handle different sections. I obviously am not the head of shopping and style. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Or fashion. <laughs> or health and wellness, for that matter. Right, Dr. Mike? Yeah, I also like seeing Wawa's Schwarberfest yeah, uh, on the list. That's so fun, yeah, yeah, and that, that these, are th- these are little enhancements to life, and everyone has enjoyed that very much. Let's let's go in, let, let's go one of your areas of expertise the uh, the fun and game section uh, of the uh, uh, Philly the best of Philly from Philly Mag. Uh, there's one on here that says adult fun and it's called porn stash. What is porn stash? So porn stash is a, is a fun very adult night out as the name would suggest. It happens at different bars and comedy clubs around the city. Uh, basically, there's two comedians uh, and they show porn clips. Uh, and then they have a sex therapist. They might have somebody who works in the sex industry. Uh-huh. They might have a uh, adult dancer and or, and a psychologist. And they all sit around with the audience and discuss what's funny about the porn clips. Because let's be honest, a lot of porn is <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah. David Tell used to have a show right. uh, that, that and it was all classic porn. Dave's old porn. Dave's old porn, and it was basically that premise. So this happens how often? It usually happens about once a month. Once a uh, month. And it's just, ha- they have a Facebook and Instagram. It just happens all around the city. Okay. 
Uh, how about uh, some other things that you've pointed out? Uh, there was one that says uh, the new annual event, the Philly Bike Ride. I mean, I just think that's great. You know, uh, dozens of miles of city streets shut down for a day where, you know, we all can just ride and not worry about uh, getting, getting hit by a car. Hit by yeah. a car. So it's not Which a race. A, it's just a, it's yeah. just a ride. It's just a gentle ride. That and sounds uh, like fun. I think it's happening this year in October again. You know what I thought was cool? Seeing uh, Vincent Basile. Is that how it's pronounced? Best lifesaver? Um, and he, uh, I think this was that was it not at the Eagles game? Oh, oh yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. And he and and there was another a medical professional. A, a yeah, nurse. they were both mummers. Right, right. And they they helped this guy who passed out and administered right. first aid and saved his life. Yeah, we talked to the other nurse who was on yes uh, on the site as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, so you you, you know that you know Jello Man. There's mm-hmm. this Taqueria and on Side Street in Upper Darby. I think it just kind of shows how we put a lot of time and effort. No, and, and it's it's interesting too. And here's one, and you even there's mention of it in the actual uh, article. Philadelphia Parking Authority, and, and you even start on the first sentence, hear me out, hear us out. <laughs> Why did the Philadelphia Parking Authority, to the best of your knowledge, make the best of list this year? Well, because they have a new initiative to ticket cars that are encroaching on bike lanes when they park. Okay. Um, and obviously, you know, this this is concentrated in West Philly and South Philly. And, you know, the bike lanes are a real issue, and we have more bicyclists than ever. Um, so we definitely salute the Parking Authority. Not for giving us tickets when our meter is expired for two minutes, and they were hanging out smoking a cigarette there, waiting for us to, you know, not come back in those two minutes. Uh, But to deal with real problems like that, they've also uh, have a new initiative against uh, abandoned cars. Uh, So we huge issue. Let's have them do more of that work, and less, uh, you know, ticketing people two minutes uh, after the meter expires. Agreed, Steve. You're going to love this one. This is in the fun and game section, Victor. I'm so glad that you highlighted this. It says a way to waste an hour or two with your kids. And this is watching the planes fly into Philadelphia International Airport from Fort Mifflin. We we've talked about this countdown. People cannot believe how awesome it is. I mean, there are times when you think you could literally reach up and touch the landing plane. It's it's right. it's pretty wild. And you're at Fort Mifflin too, which is a major historical site. So yeah, I like to you know bring a picnic, lay down on the grass, you know, yeah. and just watch them sort of barrel over you. So do you have to find out if they're landing in that direction? I would assume because it's cooler when they're landing. When they're taking off, yeah, they're going yeah. away, they're getting bigger and bigger. But when they're landing, they're coming in. They're I mean, the other way, they're getting smaller and smaller as they're taking off. But they come in. And you can't believe how close. So I guess you got to figure out which way they're. That's right. The planes are flying. That particular. Let me ask you. I heard this a number of times. We, I, my wife and I went over to uh, did a river cruise in Europe. It was a big vacation. It was a wonderful time. But I heard a number of times the Philadelphia airport mentioned as um, the reason why you don't have as many direct flights as you would have out of Newark is because the runways at Philadelphia Airport are shorter. Is that a fact to the best of your knowledge? I've heard that. That's yeah. true, yeah. And that, that makes Absolutely. it a problem. Okay. So, that, but you know what? On the other hand, we beach up and touch landing aircraft. So that's cool. That's right. Yeah. Uh, there's one in here, actually, that I have a, a connection to, um, Victor, and it says uh, the, the best letter writing campaign, letters from South Philly. There's this woman you wrote an article about, uh, Jean Merritt, uh, that she will handwrite you a letter if you send her a letter. So I reached out to her. She wrote me a letter and she said, <laughs> 
I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> After the article that you wrote, she was absolutely besieged by people. And she wrote me the sweetest letter. It was so nice. And she sent me little stickers and things like that. Yeah, she's probably uh, giving me a big middle finger right now. But I, now that I included her months later in our biggest issue of the year. Uh, but my understanding is she has picked it back up. She okay. is doing it. But she's a just, genuine thing. Yeah. yeah. She went to handwritten and, and so she's like, some people think they want to become my pen pals now. And it doesn't work that way. You get one letter and that's pretty. It's because yeah. she's got too many people getting in touch. But it was very sweet because I haven't received a handwritten letter yeah. in a long time. And uh, that's one that you cool. wanted. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah just, exactly. you just uh, send an email to letters from South Philly at gmail.com. Tell her a little bit about yourself. She's hate your guts. I know. I'm just going to keep saying it. <laughs> letters from South Philly at gmail.com. So, which on, on this list, which is expansive, which you, is there one that jumps out that really makes you think, wow, th- th- they really contributed to uh, a a better feeling and a better vibe about the city overall in in this issue. It was like like a little hidden hero or hidden gem that really made quality of life that much better in Philadelphia this past year. Well, you know, I mean, just to be honest, we already talked about it. I have to go back to, to the bridge to everybody. Yeah, you know, surrounding that the contractors, uh, you know, the. Uh, First responders, Josh Shapiro and his team. We had him on, and we were talking, and it just seemed we, you know, we'd had the the smoke coming in from Canada. There was a five hundred pound <laughs> pile of pasta found along a river in New Jersey. We had weird stuff going on, <laughs> and it just seemed like what the city needed at that point. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, and I think that, uh, you know, the surprise of all of us when, yeah. you know, first when he should be fixed within, I think, two weeks and we were rolling our eyes. But right. and I was like, well, wait, he's smart enough where he's not going to say that unless he's going to get it done in two weeks or probably less. So yeah. the guy obviously has some future political aspirations. <laughs> you would think, yeah. <laughs> uh, Marissa admit a Southeast uh, Asian market in uh, FDR Park uh, recently. Have you guys ever touched on that uh, in the yeah, magazine? Absolutely. We We've written about that. I think last year they might have won Best of Philly. Um, and if your listeners haven't been there, it's just downright amazing. You, It's outdoors. It's, you know, Cambodian, Thai stands, you know, all sorts of Vietnamese, wow. um, Laotian. And you uh, just walk around and sort of the best way to do it. We just did this recently. You go with a group of friends. You each have like 20 or $30 to spend and you go get different dishes. And then you all meet back up at the, uh, you know, the meeting point uh, to have your picnic and y'all sample this or that, these noodles, this yeah, shrimp. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So here's here's one that, and this is our coveted title to have, at least by, you know, uh, the, in the context with the magazine, Best New Bar Solar Myth. Solar Myth is a kind of amazing place. Uh, when we heard about this last year that a guy wanted to op- open an all-day cafe that also doubled as a live music venue that would only present the most avant-garde and experimental music that exists. Right. Uh, we were like scratching our heads like, wow, that's either brilliant or bizarre. Um, so the bar itself is really cool and you, and you know, they, all the music that you hear in there is produced on their, uh, you know, a turntable behind the bar. It's all vinyl. They have bins of vinyl that you can pick through. They have really cool books. Uh, they have a great wine selection. And then they have this music room uh, which holds 150 people and truly they present the most bizarre music, um, but they're sold out almost every show. Really? Because if you're a fan of bizarre music, think about it, there's not many places that you That's where you're going to go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. One, one thing that we did differently this year also, uh, or two things, rather, one, uh, the one would be, uh, we tell you 
how to spend your best day in a given neighbor area. So I saw that. I, so yeah. I did Atlantic City in the fun and game section. So give us a little preview of that. Yeah. So you know, um, I tell you where to go get your edibles in Atlantic City uh, to start your day. There, there are more, more and more places opening up. Yes? Yeah. And there's, uh, there's one in Atlantic City that's right off the boardwalk. And you know, unlike. Uh, in Pennsylvania, where you can only get, uh, you know, smokables. Right. In New Jersey, you can get edibles. So you can go get gummies and chocolates, whatever. Then you go to Bart Blatstein's new water park at the showboat, uh, which is supposedly the world's largest. Have you done it yet? I've toured it. I I don't like um, communal water other than than the ocean with its giant... You you and me, Kat, you and me see eye to eye. It's like a human stew. However, it looks... Communal water. It looks amazing. It does, and uh, you know I've talked to families that have that have gone through. Yeah, um, and then you know we also uh, feature uh, the Hook at Caesars, which is a new sort of adult dinner slash entertainment venue, um, and of course I'm featuring uh, Ocean Casino Resort, which is my favorite um, re- uh, place to stay in Atlantic City. The rooms are just gorgeous, the views are phenomenal, um, and you can get like this ridiculous uh, burger by room service at six o'clock in the morning once. You get back from all your gambling and uh, you need that burger, yeah, yeah. So, so the hook thing, and I, I, I talked about this on our city beat segment a while back. It's kind of a um, a permanent show that they've they've put in place. That's going to be, uh, it's got like a kind of Cirque du Soleil for lack of a better description. I think uh, uh, yeah. physical things and and, uh, and a big production. That's right. It's okay. uh, it's actually produced by a company that does big shows like this that are permanent out in Las Vegas. Okay, um, so here it's. Caesars, you've got, it's, there's a restaurant that's attached to the theater. So the idea is you kind of go to the restaurant, which is called Super Frico, uh, <laughs> and then you go in and you see the show. Yeah, I think, I think, I'm, I'm glad AC has, has, has put something like that in or, uh, you know, because that, that's one of the things, and I know they're, they're touristy and all that, but, but Vegas does have those standalone things that are going to be there for at least months and you know for sure you can get tickets if to it. You're going to go and commit you know? to doing the AC thing. You want that. You, that's what you want. Look, look at the thing in Vegas now, that, that, the, the new theater that's the, the, the globe. globe or it's the astonishing. Yeah, yeah. Right. No one knew that what they were going to do was, was images on the the outside of it that looks it looks mind blowing. Yeah, and the residencies that they the have there. When I, when I look about what's going on in Atlantic City, I, I look at the dates. I'm like, well, I can't. We got something going on. I can't go right. to that, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. But if they have some some things that are sticking around for a little bit more time, I might be more inclined. To go into Atlantic City and try something out. And the water park is a game changer, too, because it's an indoor-outdoor water park. So Mm -hmm. in February, when the kids are driving you crazy, you can go (laughs) get a room at Showboat, spend hours, you know, at the indoor water park. The kids get some exercise. It's a brilliant idea. It really is. Is it no longer a casino? Is it only just the water park now? That's right. So Bart Bladstein opened, who, of course, developed the Piazza in Northern Liberties, um, he Bought it, I think, with the intention of reopening a casino there, uh, but then wound up not doing so. So it's a hotel. They have what's called the world's just arcade there. Um, uh, and the arcade is actually really cool. And they have these indoor electric go-karts that I think go probably beyond the legal speed limit uh, or whatever is safe for an indoor go-kart. Is this a multi-layer course? Because we've seen the ones where they have um, overpasses and, and uh, or is it is it just one level? I think it's just one level. Okay. I haven't been on it since last year. Right. Um, but yeah, so, you know, the showboat uh, and all their development there with the arcades and the um, 
and now the water park. I mean, that's a that's a year round destination. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so you get in the around section. You've got Atlantic City. I see Main Line, uh, Queen Village, and Bella Vista. Are there are a whole bunch of these in here. Yeah, each section um, has one of them, and then okay. each, each sec- So each section has a geographically based uh, list of picks, and then each section also has a sort of how to guide with a best of Philly oh. winner. So, for instance, in my section, I love karaoke. So I interviewed uh, Delco DJ Lisa Parks, who does karaoke all over Delco and the main line, uh, on her tips for how to uh, how to sing and not sing uh, your best karaoke performance. So what right. distinguishes a top-level karaoke experience as opposed to substandard? <laughs> Is, uh, is it is, is it all predicated on the participants? Well, that I mean that has a lot to do with it, but you also have to consider your host. Yeah, okay. Um, now Lisa used to uh, you know before she started doing DJing, um, she I always get his name wrong. Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, right? Oh, yes, um, yeah. She was a backup singer for Harold Mel- Melvin wow. and the Blue Notes. Stopped doing that 32 years ago and became a karaoke DJ back in the days when there were uh, the big uh, laser discs. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Sure. So she's been doing it since then. So she can sing like a fiend. Uh, so obviously that helps a lot. Um, and yeah, of course, you need a you need a good crowd. You need right. uh, people. Uh, I think it's always good to have a mix of people who are really great singers who are able to like nail Celine. Dion or what have you and then people like me who are just idiots right. who really don't care what but they sound need, like. You need a stage, you need some lights, you yes. need some things that that uh, that uh, um, highlight what's going on because I've been to karaoke and where the person's over there singing and everybody else is just kind of not pay attention. Yeah, it's got to be a right. real presentation. Yeah. Alright. I, I want to ask about, because I have a friend of mine who uh, opened a restaurant and they were featured in this magazine and so my friend Jason Oakday, uh, he was running a pop-up like a pasta type of thing where you could order your pastas and stuff via his uh, Instagram handle. It was uh, Farina DeVita. Oh, yeah. They're delicious. Yeah. So I I just wanted to highlight that because he just opened in South Philly in the spring and has already made it into the Philadelphia Magazine Best Wow. Which is pretty great. Yeah. You know, we do do what we can. Uh, We're definitely not lazy and it kind of drives me crazy when I see some of these lists come out. Um, D'Alessandro's is not an advertiser of yours, right? No. No. Like, in the last three months, these best-of lists have come out that have D'Alessandro's as the number one cheesesteak in Philadelphia. Now, I was never that impressed by D'Alessandro's, but I took a ride up there with a friend of mine, actually my carpenter, yeah. Travo, uh, <laughs> and we got cheesesteaks, and I mean, talk about hot garbage. Uh, really? I, mean, I, 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 I know hate, people that I hate love, it bad, know, people but, love them. Listen, yeah, they yeah. have bad taste. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> There's also, like, a line out the Olive Garden door, and the Cheesecake Factory has a two-hour or wait and right, right, yeah. So there's no accounting for these things other than people have bad taste. That's why we're here to tell you what's good. So what is your cheesecake choice? Oh man, well, and it's the worst question. I I do love it. I guess it depends on where I'm at because I'm not yeah. going to drive too far. Right. But in Delco, we're fortunate enough to have Delco Steaks, uh, which to me is a great sandwich. They have their eye on uh, you know quality for sure. Have you tried Steve Wilson's uh, um, uh, um, Impossible? Cheesesteak? I have not, but I did. Uh, actually, last year, Steve won um, uh, for his, what's it called, sea brisket right. mm-hmm. sandwich, yeah. which is not a cheesesteak, of course, but he won Best of Philly for that uh, last year. Um, this impossible um, yeah. uh, 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 cheesesteak, Preston? 
it, it's our it. it's our favorite. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, meat or no meat, it's 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 our favorite. It's just unbelievable. Actually, I think I have an interview with somebody in this uh, issue of the magazine who is not a vegetarian who raves uh, about um, <laughs> the impossible right, steak. Yeah, so yeah. it's funny you bring it up. He happens to be John DeBella. Oh. So I guess now that he's retired, uh, we can talk about him. Yes, now. right. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. All right. Well, uh, this is out now. The 2023 edition. Anything else you want to highlight before we wrap? I guess it's out. I mean, you guys somehow got copies before I did, so yeah. I had to <laughs> beg Marissa this morning, you've got to get me a copy because I haven't looked at this in three weeks. Uh, so, yes, it should be at Barnes & Noble and Whole Foods locations now and coming to your mailboxes soon, and you can check it out right now at phillymag.com and I would be remiss if I did not say a happy anniversary to my wife. Oh! When's the anniversary? It is today. We met get on out. this day in 2000 at Bob and Barbara's, uh, and two years later on the same day, we were uh, married. And With the family and everything. In and, fact, your yeah. daughter uh, played the harp. It wasn't it the Morris Animal, uh, the furball. Yes, she played the harp. Super uh, talented. Yeah. yeah. Very Thank cool. You. Congratulations to you. Thank you very much. We'll be uh, throwing back some specials at Bob and Barber's tonight. <laughs> right. Beautiful. Nice. Best of Philly out, Philadelphia Magazine, Victor Fiorello. Yeah. Yeah. On the Preston Steve Show. Thanks for stopping by, Victor. Thank you. All right, we will take a break and come back in a second, and we got some more B-File stories. I think you shall enjoy. Stay with us. We'll be right back. It's MMR's Local Shots. Artists of the Month. Hailing from right here in Philadelphia, it's Nick Perry and the Underground Thieves. I want to be free. Hear them on the air every Wednesday at 630 with your host, Brett Porsche. Search Local Shots right now at WMMR.com for even more exceptional local music. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. And the station that's always supported Philly's music scene. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, a reminder, one week from today. Oh, my God. The President's Steve Belly Flop Championship is back. You know, we've taken three years off wow. from that event. Yeah. And we, it we is had now, no option. It's time to get back to it. So we're at the Valley Forge or the Valley Beach at Valley Forge Casino Resort. If you've never been back there, it's really cool. Yeah. And uh, what I understand, there's a we're going to have a food truck out there as well. Yeah, with a whole bunch of stuff, including smash burgers. And some MMR-centric dishes that they have. I think, what was the... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, there's a, ver- uh, a a veggie burger that they will have called the Pierre Burger. Oh, my God. <laughs> that will be available, and we're going to have to try that, the Pierre Burger. Uh, and we want you to be there for this event. It is open to the public, 21 and over, but there's a beach, there's tiki bars, there's DJ. It's a ha- and it's a happy hour time frame. It's a big area. Yeah, it's 6 to 8 p.m. It's next week. Uh, we're going through our contestant selection and we'll finalize that and make those announcements uh, next week, more than likely. There's a Kathy-related one that I think is awesome. I agree, 100%. <laughs> All right, so details at WMMR.com and PrestonSteve.com. Let's do the Bizarre File. Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. 
Brought to you this morning by Sport and Social. And you can cheer on the Fightins just steps away from the stadium at Sports and Social in Live Casino and Hotel Philly. Watch the game on a 52-foot big screen with Budweiser, cocktail specials, giveaways, memorabilia, and more. Well, a Utah man is dead and another is in jail, accused of beating his friend to death. With a can of soup. Can of soup? Yes. On Saturday, a 14-year-old boy called 911 to report that the 37-year-old suspect and another man were fighting at a home. The boy uh, said the suspect was beating the victim pretty bad and that he believed the victim was dead. When, was it chunky soup? When it may be. Yeah, it carries it, a lot more weight. Yeah. Uh, when the sheriff's office deputy arrived at the home, the suspect told that the, the other man was fine and that the blood on his hands and shoes was his own. Oh, okay. However, the deputy found a lot of blood in the hallway, and the victim was lying face up in a pool of blood. The man, whose name has not been released, had no pulse, appeared to have been beaten severely with a can of soup. Uh, the suspect stumbled when the deputy arrived, and the deputy had uh, to hold him from falling because he was intoxicated. Uh, the 14-year-old told authorities the suspect and the man killed had been drinking together when the suspect tried to get the boy to drink alcohol. The boy refused, and the suspect backhanded him, cutting his lip and knocking him to the floor. When the second man tried to intervene, the suspect attacked him, and the child left the home and called authorities. It's a terrible story. That's brutal. Yeah. Uh, in Massachusetts, uh, police sent were sent to a report of a vehicle explosion on Saturday. <clears throat> crews were sent to a possible vehicle explosion. It was in the Walmart parking lot when crews arrived. They found a vehicle that it had all of the glass blown out of it. All four doors of the vehicle appeared to be displaced, but were still attached to the vehicle. Fire crews found a woman with minor injuries, but refused to go to the hospital for further evaluation. And the investigation is ongoing, but it is expected the woman may have been in the car with all the windows down, huffing, using cans of compressed air to light her cigarette. I think all the windows were up. It said they were down. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times the fumes are very flammable. The buildup of the fumes inside the vehicle and then the attempt to light the cigarette appears to have caused the explosion and damage to the vehicle and surrounding vehicles. How did she walk away with all the glass blown out? <laughs> With minor injuries, all the doors were displaced. You know how, Preston? Uh-uh. She's a Walmart shopper. I guess so. Uh, yeah. They're very Why don't resi- we take a five-minute break? <laughs> very resistant. <laughs> so. A shark swimming in the shallows near a beach resort in South Carolina has bitten a man in a seemingly unprovoked attack. Uh, a 60-year-old man who has not been named was in water just two to three feet deep off of the Sea Pines Beach on Hilton Head Island on Friday uh, when a shark nipped his foot. Shore Beach Service... A lot of nipping going on these uh, days. Service personnel helped the man back to land and paramedics attended the scene. Uh, they transported him to Hilton Head Hospital for treatment uh, for the apparent bite wound. Following the incident, uh, they closed the beach for two swimmers for the remainder of the day. Yeah. Nipping big time, Steve. Yeah. You're nipping. Nipping good. A man has drowned after deputies say he ran from them as they were serving a warrant for someone else. Oh. No! no! You'll never get me alive! The Greenville County Sheriff's Office in South Carolina confirmed that deputies went to a home along River Road to serve a warrant. I feel so stupid. I'm a murderer, too, so I naturally assumed it was for me. Uh, for someone who failed to appear in court. And when deputies got to the home, they said a man whom the deputies were not looking for <laughs> ran from the house and jumped into nearby Lake Cunningham. 
<laughs> Deputies jumped in to help rescue the man, but they were unable to find him. A dive team later found the man's body. So I'm, assu- I'm assuming the guy couldn't swim. Why would you jump, jump in a pond if you can't I swim? Don't know. Uh, authorities have identified the man as Chuck Gilbert Shelton. His uh, official cause of death was ruled accidental from freshwater drowning, according to the, the lesson authorities. is always make sure the warrant is for you. Yeah. Uh, in Maryland, let me see if this is the one. Yeah, this is uh, stick with the till the end with me here All on right. this one. Uh, a man has been charged and a woman is wanted in connection to a fatal stabbing. Officers were called for reports of a stabbing and upon arrival, they found 62-year-old uh, Mervyn Daniel had been stabbed inside of a restaurant during a dispute and was left lying there in response to He was taken to a hospital where he later was pronounced dead. Oof. A homicide unit began investigating and identified one of the suspects involved as 37-year-old Jesse Cully. Cully was arrested and charged. A second arrest warrant had been obtained for a 21-year-old named Rika Poston. I want you to both know you've ruined Lobster Week. Uh, who lived in the same home, and then uh, Daniel allegedly got into, here's what happened, Daniel allegedly got into a verbal altercation with Poston and Cully inside of a uh, restaurant before the incident occurred. Uh, the restaurant, uh, they, they left, okay, and then they returned. Uh, Poston was allegedly looking for her missing $10, and upon re-entering the cafe, she yelled, I will kill everybody in the store. As Daniel stood near the kitchen area of the restaurant, witnesses told police that he grabbed a butter knife. A butter knife? Or she grabbed a butter knife off the counter and stabbed him. And that's what killed the guy. A butter butter knife. knife. And I've never heard of that before. Hmm. I imagine if you jam it hard enough, you can break the skin. But you'd really have to be... Slamming that They're down used hard primarily for butter. They are yeah. they are made for butter. It's written in the name. A butter knife. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was kind of a strange story. There, I put it in the bizarre file. All right, we have another break to take. And can I give something away? Do it. Or no, Casey says I can't. All right, Don't we gotta, do it. We have to take a break right now. <laughs> Be back in a moment. Stay with us. All right, we will return shortly. Hate it when some jerk on the radio says, Hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay, well, maybe, hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right, but Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
we have hot conditions today, ah. as you know this. Not only that, but some scattered thunderstorms mixed in, depending on where you are, uh, 2, 3 o'clock, somewhere around that time. Uh, they're supposed to be moving into the area, so it's going to be hit or miss, depending on where you happen to be hanging out. So just a heads up on that. And usually when you get really, really hot temperatures and storms coming in, they can be kind of intense. Absolutely. Uh, so just heads up on that. But tomorrow, we're looking at sunshine 95. The humidity levels, yes, they're going up. And then Saturday, some afternoon thunderstorms, high 93. And then Sunday, Monday, we get back to normal, 82, 83 degrees, somewhere in that comfy zone. Um, All right, so we need to give something away. We are going to give away, for the lesson question, a pair of tickets for the Metallica 72 Seasons World Tour live broadcast. So it's at movie theaters. They're going to be showing this live. And this uh, event will be August 18th and the 20th. Uh, So let's go with this. Some people watch Access Hollywood. (laughs) What similar show do I like to watch? (laughs) 215. (laughs) (laughs) 215-263-WMMR was a flub that I had around 745 this morning. All right. Let's do that again. When uh, some people watch, uh, some people like to watch Access Hollywood. What similar show do I like to watch? 215-263-WMMR. Call. All now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, Mr. Morrison, what do we have today? Well, Will I Am revealing what it has been like to collaborate and produce Britney Spears over the years. Will I Am describes it as a dream, saying everything will go great as long as you can keep Britney out of the garbage. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tom Brady appears to be dating Bradley Cooper's ex, Irina Shake, as the two were seen all around L.A. over the weekend. Shake would represent a departure for Brady, who is more comfortable starting relationships while his ex is still pregnant. Oh, my God. Wow. And finally, Nick Cannon brought his radio co-host and baby baby mama, Abby Della Rosa, to tears after presenting her with three thousand roses while on air. Cannon told De La Rosa that each rose, each rose represented a potential son or daughter he has yet to meet. <laughs> All righty, we're peeking back into something I said earlier this morning. <clears throat> Some people watch Access Hollywood and what similar show do I like to watch? And we will go to Frank. See if we can get the answer. Frank, good morning. Good morning. I- I'm just... Pulling into the Outer Banks. Oh, hey. Well, thanks for tuning in while you're headed down that way. A little vacay, man. All right. So, Access Hollywood is what some people watch. What do I like to watch? Ass Ass Hollywood. Ass Ass Hollywood. That is correct, Frank. Hang on. We're going to give you a pair of tickets for the Metallica 72 Seasons World Tour live broadcast coming to movie theaters nationwide for two nights only. It's August 18th and the 20th. I experienced the M72 World Tour on the big screen live from AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. And you can see the band playing two nights with two completely different sets. For tickets and a list of area theaters, you can visit Metallica.film. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News. Yeah! 
Audio this morning by Rita's. And you can head to Rita's try the new peach ring ice or add delicious frozen custard for a peach ring gelati or as a peach ring frozen drink as well. Just mention Metallica. We'll start with them at the top. Metallica's Lars Ulrich announced online that the band's foundation for workforce education is headed for into its fifth year. I said through a video, uh, we are seeing results five years in uh, with the help of community colleges across the country. Uh, and we are helping people fill these essential jobs, which require skills and training. We're so proud and grateful that we can facilitate the program. The initiative now directly supports 42 community colleges across 33 states to enhance their career and technical education programs. The all you might have heard about it on SS Hollywood. The All Within My Hands Foundation has invested over $6 million in the American workforce. And I apologize. I should have led with and totally neglected the fact that Sinead O'Connor passed oh. away. Uh, we covered that in the entertainment news earlier this morning, and I, you know what, I don't even have the official uh, news story in front of me. I set it aside, and I meant to bring it into music news, but she was 56 years old. Yes, she had uh, apparently hours before had posted a very sad video where she the, the, the suicide of her son just leveled her, and she was trying to deal with that. There's speculation that might have been what happened. Yeah, she may have taken her own life. It's kind of pointing to that, but there's no official uh, release as to what happened just yet, but uh, she was a uh, um, you know, she was a force, man. She's She definitely had a huge presence, a great voice. Uh, obviously, this song was a massive hit for her. Prince wrote this song, but she's the one who turned it into a sensation. So, uh, James Woods, the actor, posted a video of, and I'd never seen this, of her years ago performing a duet with Chris Christopherson. And yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, so in fact, right after the, uh, the whole Pope uh, thing where she tore up the, uh, uh, the the picture of Pope John Paul on Saturday Night Live. The very next performance she did was with Chris Christopherson. It was a live event. And she got booed off stage. Yeah. And Chris Christopherson was standing off to the sides and kind of consoled her and gave her a hug and uh, tried to do your fire. No, just tell her to to remain, you know, positive if she could. But um, uh, thank you, Marissa. She just brought in the the official news story. Um, she released ten studio albums. Her debut album, uh, The Lion and Cobra, although too Celtic for most radio, earned her a Grammy nomination. Was that used in the movie Cobra? I don't think it okay. was. Uh, her second album is where she had uh, nothing to compare to you in a number one hit, a Prince um, song. She earned uh, four Grammy nominations nations from that. Uh, the same year, she won for best alternative music performance. Uh, but she shunned that ceremony in protest at the false and destructive materialistic values of the music industry. One of my favorite songs from her was a tune called "The Emperor's New Clothes." I dig that song. Isn't that great. Yeah, tune? got a little play, but it wasn't as big as obviously nothing compares to. You. Yeah, it didn't really hit, but it's it's one of my favorite songs uh, from her. Uh, her son Shane was only 17 years old when he died by suicide last year. Uh, her cause of death, like you said, has not been revealed as of yet, so we will hear more about that, but just sad news when somebody... A life of pain. Yeah. You know, yeah. she, we've been molested, I think, multiple times as, as, a, as a kid, and it's, yeah. you know, I don't know, well, it's sad, obviously, all the way around. Yep. All right, moving on to some other things. Duff McKagan dropped a new solo single. It's called I Saw God on 10th Street. About the subject of the song, he said, I picture him as an old guy with a white beard and hair leaning up against a wall on a city street. The ultimate jurist of us all. Uh, he's currently on the road with GNR, and they're going to be touring North America next month. The new track is from his third solo album called Lighthouse, which is out on October 20th. 
Uh, Blink-182's Tom DeLonge will be honored by Fender as they launch a limited edition collection in his name. That's pretty cool. The guitar enthusiast commented through a press release saying, I try to write music that is accessible and easy to play and enjoy so that people can come along for the ride. Uh, This simplicity really inspired this new signature Stratocaster. It just has one knob and one pickup, which just makes it easy to turn up, play, and sound great, especially important when you're in front of a crowd and already have plenty to think about. Is it Martin that's in the area? Martin Guitar? Yes. uh, Okay. Bethlehem or Nazareth? That's one of the Jesus places, yeah. right? And they sent uh, they sent they sent us a guitar, right? Uh, well, they we bought it, we bought it, we bought All it, right. but we got a good deal on it. All right, the Stratocaster signature guitar and accessories collection is available now. And finally, Hearts and Wilson taped a concert for an upcoming episode of the PBS anthology series called Great Performances. She made the surprise announcement while on stage at Brooklyn Bowl in Nashville. And she let the audience know that the show uh, was why all the cameras were around. And no air date was given for that. Uh, Anne will continue her tour through the fall with stops in Dallas, Tulsa, San Diego before wrapping in Seattle in August. Have in you, October. Have you explored that YouTube channel? That's all the uh, the Midnight Special. Um, just very, very lightly. And I have, I need to spend some time with There's a ton of that. stuff. It's yeah. great. It and really... I remember seeing Hart oh, on, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, on the Midnight Special as well. All right. And that's all I have in music news, except for the fact that I have a pair of tickets to see Fallout Boy what? with Bring Me the Horizon, <laughs> Royal, and the Serpent, what? and games we play. What? Uh, Sunday, August 6th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. It's a huge show. And we'll take caller number 22. <laughs> 22. <laughs> Uh, at 215-263-WMMR, and they're on sale. The tickets are on sale via Ticketmaster. Details at WMMR.com. We'll take a break and wrap up the program when we return. The MMR Summer Rock Residency at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. It kicks off this week with two upcoming shows. Show number one. This Friday, it's Godsmack. And stained. I'm on the outside. Brent Porsche has great seats and VIP passes up for grabs in the afternoon. And Preston and Steve's Word of the Week prize is supercharged with tickets, VIP passes, plus an amazing PRS guitar signed by Godsmack. Show number two. It's Pantera. With Lamb of God, August 2nd, Jackie Bam Bam's prize carpet is stuffed with great seats and VIP passes all week. Some tickets remain to these shows at Ticketmaster. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your summer. Uh, Thursday morning, President Steve Show coming to a close. For today, and then we officially head into No Sad Bro territory. Yeah, we're in sort of No Sad Bro territory right now. Yeah, Friday will be here very, very shortly. Um, and uh, today has been fun. I would like to thank, uh, first and foremost, our buddy Connor, who headed out with our friends from Duncan. And we did the cooling caravan this morning and sent out the Duncan Community Cruiser uh, to a couple of locations. We stopped by FedEx Ground in Tinicum. And uh, thank you to Kelly Quinn, who reached out, and the staff of approximately 700 people that were there. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and then we went over to Camco Building Supply Corporation, uh, and they're in Chester. And thanks to Steve uh, Card- uh, Cartarelli, uh, who reached out, and they had like 30 to 40 people working there outside. All these people working very hot jobs. Yep. And Duncan set us up with not only uh, their iced coffee, but these iced, uh, uh, like, cooler drinks that they had. They had, a, like, a watermelon That's excellent. drink that Connor had three of uh, <laughs> while he was <laughs> I want to try one. But thank you so much, Connor and uh, Duncan, for being a part of that. And don't forget, fuel your summer days with your Duncan iced coffee. Philly runs on Duncan. And thank you to Victor Fiorello, editor of Philly Mag, and stop by, and they have their Best of Philly episode, which is out now. And there's all kinds of great fun categories. The standard ones, like the food ones that you want to look for, but yes. also some kind of uh, odd yeah. and off-the-beaten-path ones, as he was saying. A lot so, of fun, yeah. Yeah, so thank you, Victor. Always good to see him by this morning. Always good to see Pierre, too, who's here. Thank you, kids. Um, the Hooters won Best Comeback uh, in some, some kind of a Best Return or something, even though they really never went away yeah. uh, for the new album, which is cool. Um, it's getting a lot of play. We're, yeah. we're playing a lot. Yeah, it really fits in nicely, and it's a summer song. Perfect. It's terrific. I'm going to play another one from the album today, uh, which was on uh, One Way Home originally, which is their second national album, uh, and it's called Engine 999, and they redid it in a similar fashion to how they uh, how the current record, Rocking and Swing, sounds, uh, and it's so fun and so upbeat. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. And I- Connor is the greatest. He is. Um, he is. You guys uh, owe a great debt of gratitude to him. That guy works his ass off. He and Marissa. Marissa's often here at 3, 4, 5 o'clock. Connor's often here up until 4 o'clock. He works so hard. Never. He's so quiet. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> yes. But what he does for you guys is over the top. Yep. Uh, in addition to going out today. Agreed. One hundred percent. He's uh he should yeah. He's one of the good ones. One of the good ones. And a world class mustache. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and a worldly known good guy. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. say world class, I'd say Delco class. Okay, yeah. Delco class mustache. Yeah. All right. Uh shall we do the letter of the day? Doo doo. Here we go. Doo doo. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter... L is in Levittown. Hey! All right, we're headed over to Bucks County. And we are going to give away a pair of seats, VIP passes, and a PRS guitar signed by Godsmack. And MMR presents Godsmack and Stained Friday, tomorrow night at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Part of MMR's Rock Residency. And tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. And you can text Godsmack to 39333. And we're going to send you all link to all the details, including photos of the signed guitar. But we give that away tomorrow, which is pretty sweet. So, uh, what's happening on your show today? By the way, Brent tells me that uh, that that guitar is actually very valuable. It's a really high end guitar. So, really, uh, I didn't. I've not heard of that company before, but uh, for guitar players, it's very cool. Awesome. Uh, what we have on the program are uh, more outlaw tickets, tickets for the great Willie Nelson, uh, and also. Uh, it's uh, we're going to get into blocks of uh, all over the map. Todd Rundgren, Corn, and Chicago. Wow! Yeah. All right. uh, because you can't be too varied these days. Um, so we'll huh. we'll appeal to someone in one of those blocks. Um, and it's Chili Dog Day. I yes, assume you mentioned did. that. We didn't even we didn't talk know. about that. National today. Chili, uh, of all shows to not talk oh, about. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on go. a chili dog.
I need to get a copy of that. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll play the uh, original version. The connoisseur tomorrow, Preston. We can do yeah. a, a, a belated yeah. observance of I've the chili dog. The origins of the chili dog and all that information. Huh. I never got to it. You know do what? it on PST, Pierre Standard yes. Time. And just celebrate today. Have a chili dog and then we can talk about it tomorrow. All right. I All like right. that. Yeah. Okay. There All you right. go. All right. Thank you, Pierre. And I'll thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan. Uh, the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. And also Wild Fork Meat and Seafood Market. Enjoy the largest selection of quality meats and seafood at low prices. Tomorrow, no sad bro. Friday, we will give away that word of the week prize. Uh, we're also going to have as a guest uh, Orlando Jones. Orlando Jones. We have not spoke to him for several Ton years. Of time, yeah. So we'll uh, have Orlando on and we'll do our Friday things and wrap up the work week. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. Stay nice and safe and uh, comfy and cool. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the map. From our early days of delivering ice and coal, Griffith Energy Services has been a leader in having the right comfort solutions for you. Folks rely on Griffith for everything from heating oil and propane to HVAC service, installation and repair, and so much more. Griffith Energy Services, doggone dependable for 125 years. Griffith specializes in train, but services all brands. Visit Griffith Energy Services today. Griffith Energy Services, doggone dependable. License number MTHVACR012278.